Welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. Some things in life are bad, but can really make you mad. Other things just make you swear and curse. When you're chewing on life's drizzle, Dad, grumble, give a whistle. And this'll help things turn out for the best. And always look on the Welcome, cadets and commanders, to the Stabcast, the Sunsphere Tactical Attack Brigade's Star Wars Legion podcast. I'm Ben, Lone Star Bound Fowler, with Tim, Mrs. Nesbitt Hannon, and Ryan, Staycation Slawoski. Will, we will see if he goes Heim, is on assignment on his sickbed. <laughs> Welcome, gentlemen. If, if only it were actually a staycation, if only. Yeah, you're just going to work. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> sure am. We're hoping Will gets all the sickness out this week so he can fly to the Dallas and play the game. The sickness is in our hearts. That's where the, th- the true sickness is. We're all <laughs> fallen beasts, undeserving wow. of love or fun. Wow. Tim, yeah, Tim, Tim, Tim's yeah. taking a little dark this week. We'll find out the, why. You're right there, buddy? You need to talk? No. There's, there's nothing to be glad about. Nothing. <laughs> Tactics are stupid. This week on the Stabcast. And much more. We did that last time. Yeah, but there's, was, there's more of them. I know, time. now we have I mean, more, more Wookiee details. More more Wookiee things. All, all the details we didn't bring you last time, because you know us, we yeah, are the we are. cutting edge <laughs> of the news. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Two weeks late. I can't wait. You know that by the time this drops, we're going to have some separatist oh, yeah. announcements, right? Or like, the Fluttercraft. Probably the next or, day. I think we will. I think they'll hold. Yeah. I think they'll hold. No. <laughs> we'll get the we'll get no. the separatist announcements once uh once this stuff kinda yeah. kinda drops. We still got the Fluttercraft okay. and the sub infantry support doodad thing, whatever that is. That's true. I'm yeah. calling the yeah. separatist announcement on seven thirteen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> All right. I can feel Very it. A little prediction bones. cotton. Let's see how it plays <laughs> out. <laughs> our, our track record is so good here. That's right. It is. Actually, if you go back and listen to our previous episode and then listen to this one, you'll hear you know the things have changed since then. And I cracked up really hard when yeah. I was putting together. Our <laughs> oh. oh, we got that one sort of right. Oh, that uh, one. Oh, that one was so wrong. wrong. <laughs> right? Yeah. So wrong. So you know, we always play some games. We try to. Tim actually played three games. I have played many. Actually, that's not true. I've played. Yeah, you you've been hitting the one grind. of them was in a tournament. So it's like six games. Oh wow! Uh, Look at you. Yeah, well, you know, odds aren't that great. You know, like the the spread didn't work out in my favor. Uh, I started strong. We had a local tournament a couple weeks ago, a dice head. We had, we're missing some of the local people. Despite that, we still had eight people. We had a couple people coming from Atlanta. The mighty, the mighty Michael Henry rose from the grave and is now returned unto us. We don't have to talk about how he did, but it's okay. We're not, <laughs> yeah. allo- we're not allowed within yeah. 100 feet of each other anymore. <laughs> well, and unfortunately, he he did bring the what was good two years ago. <laughs> what was really good two years ago. <laughs> Don't think of COVID as death. Think of COVID as a massive ocean that has separated us. Right? But then due to the freezing of the, the oceans, we've now been able to walk across those right, land bridges. Right, exactly, yes. Well, he, he brought the uh, frozen in ice ancient meta, and it, it didn't melt so thoroughly, so that's okay. But it was a fun time. We had a fun time. I managed to go two and one. 
Nice. And, well done. Uh, I'm not going to go into all of, all of my games because there's a lot of games to go through, but I played to all the people listening that I've betrayed my Imperial people. Because you have. In this tournament, he didn't, and I was quite proud yeah. of him for the listening. Good. Not only did I, I, like I play Imperial, I played, prayed. You prayed? I did pray. Only one of us gets to run a church on this podcast. <laughs> Praise me, Piston. Yeah. Lat ATST. Yes, I love it. 10 activation Lat ATST. And it was. Uh, I love it. It was not Mira bad. Rudor, the, the, the surge pilot, the whole nine yards? Yes. So I will say, I would. I don't think I could ever be bribed into touching a lat without Baron Rudor on there. Unless it was like a double lat list just for lols. But yeah. <laughs> the Baron Rudor on there with enough aims makes pretty much any die pool you're throwing pretty solid because you can make it into whatever the hell you want. Like, it's that's right, fine. Yeah. So you're. You're throwing the the missiles hopefully every turn because of refresh getting a free aim, and so you're hopefully getting a good dice pool out there with crit two, impact none but crit two, and then you can marksman some of the other hits into crits. And so again, I was throwing, I'd say on average I should have kept track. I'd say on average I was probably throwing out of the lat, uh, probably about three or four crits a turn. That's uh, awesome. Ooh. Which is yeah, pretty solid. T forty seven areas. Yeah, yeah, like it was pretty solid, and it was like, and those are the reliable crits. Like obviously, it swung high, it swung low, but like within mm-hmm. the averages, it was probably about three or four. It, timing was of course important because you had to make sure you get the aims on there. So I had like a naked officer who was just her whole job was just to shout at the Baron Rudor in, in the lat and be like, <laughs> "Aim, damn it, aim, <laughs> aim, you miserable, f- aim!" And then that's it worked sometimes. The ATST with impact four, five, whatever the hell it is, is <laughs> right. was pretty solid against Brett's buses. I got to face in a rematch. I, I said I'm not going to go through all the games, but but I did get to face Brett in a, re- a brief rematch, <laughs> and we got to impact the hell out of his buses, and nice. uh, <laughs> I was able to table the Brett. So that was a good time. It was a good time. Nice, nice. Yeah, felt felt good. A little bit of vengeance there. But then, yeah, so I my game I lost, I just totally misplayed. It was against Keith's Mando OP Luke bust list, and I just, Good I actually, I, I knew Luke was coming in, and I knew that was going to hurt. I just forgot about the Mandos with their rockets. The <laughs> so, rockets, yeah. Yep. Surprise. And impacting. so my ATST, and my ATST died turn two. <laughs> like the start of <laughs> round two. Yeah. How is Luke getting that close turn too? He wasn't. It well, oh. Luke. It was in the bus. He was in the bus. Oh, okay. So that, Luke yeah, got that's true. That's true. up the bus, and the rockets are range four. So you just yeah. No, the, they, the rockets. He just sure. moved in at speed three, and yeah. So it was rocket. I've rocket, yet Luke. to. I've yet to play with the buses. <laughs> so so my my math yeah. on that is is fuzzy. Yeah. It it was rough. No, the buses are. I'll be wherever I want to be. Right. Hey, look! I just spit up this thing in front of yeah. you. Yeah. So it was rocket, rocket, <laughs> Luke, and I just again my fault completely. I moved up too far with my ATST and lesson learned. And even Keith after the game was like, "Dude, what were you doing?" I was like, "I don't know." It was, <laughs> it was dumb. It's probably one of the dumbest plays in my Legion career where like, I just I just my brain just just left my body. Wait. So not only did you lose, does that mean you gave Keith a tournament win? Yes, because he was three and zero. My boy, uh, he was three and zero. My boy, I'll be honest. When you, we've talked about it on this before. Keith and I have talked about. It, you talked about it with him as well. Yes. Once he figures out how to use a Jedi, oh, he's going to be terrifying. Dangerous. Now Keith he's getting also, there already with Op Luke. Well, he's yeah. about to hang yeah. it up though. 
If what he tells me is true, he's selling it's out. It's not true. Race car season? No, he's selling out for for Gar. He's, no, he's not doing oh. that. He keeps saying he's going to do it, and then he's like, "But look at this Mando op Luke list I made." Yes, <laughs> yeah. okay, there it is again. We're back. Okay, so it's, if they'd ever make Boba Fett something playable, he'd be back in the Empire side. That's, that's probably, probably true. true. But yeah, he he is one of those people yeah. that fell in love with Boba Fett. Um, he's but, a couple years older than me, so, you know, yeah. about the age of, you know, when you first saw the, the films. Yeah. Boba Fett just got him. So. Yeah, it was a good tournament. Uh, it was, that list did way better than I thought it was going to do. Uh, it was decently solid. Weakest point of the list was, of course, the snipers, because I had triple snipers on there. So right. I would just actually drop the snipers for, for some naked bodies and other, other bells and whistles. Yeah, if, you, if you got three uh, core slots open, absolutely, sure. Yeah. Because the, the, the focus the of the naked, point, like, you're getting your damage through your... You don't need to pick right. off onesies, twosies. You got you got a f- no. two two heavy weapons for that. Yeah, so there was there was no point in having those snipers there, honestly. So I could rearrange that. But again, Lat ATSD did did pretty okay against the That's armor cool. heavy meta. We didn't have any Rex Star there. We had out of eight players, we had I think half Imperial, one <laughs> I love Gar player who was playing a saber list, okay. and uh, some rebels. And that's about it. So, some rebels. They were doing some, some rebels. There were no CIS. There were no CIS. We are, we are so backwards down here, y'all. We are so backwards. I know. It doesn't well, make any sense. But anyway. It's because right now there's only two CIS players. And if myself and Landon don't make it out, well, that's all it's going to well, be. Right. Yeah. So funny you say his name. So then, then I go from that loss into Wednesday. And I I play a Saber List myself. Ten act, No, nine activation. Excuse me. Saber okay. List. Padme against double AAT, and I his AATs are right in front of me. Perfect shots, boom, boom, and I just I I couldn't get through it. It looked like we were just going to be just steamrolling him, mm-hmm. and then uh, I couldn't. I the the saber rolled great. Like I can't complain. Like my impact hits and everything coming through was phenomenal. Everything worked great. Padme, that tank was shooting most of the time, twice a turn. Uh, I just couldn't punch through his his red saves. At one point, he rolled on a two health AAT. He rolled <laughs> all blocks. It was six I mean, crits coming well, in, all blocks. Boom. Ooh. Yeah, it can happen. Gross. Yeah, it was I mean, it's red dice, red dice. Sometimes. Yeah, it they was do. gross. So I just couldn't punch through, and so he beat me there. And then, then there was another game, right, Ben? There was another game. So uh, I didn't make it out to local Wednesday play. Instead, I met up with Tim on Friday night to play him because we're grinding out these games. And I, it's a very similar list to what I brought previously. Uh, mm-hmm. I made some fixes. Uh, it's the Maul, Saber Throw, Force Push, Tenacity, Offensive Push. Uh, two B1s with the Rocket Boys. Two Naked B1s. Two B2s with the Ha and the T-Series Tactical Droid. And then two BX uh, commandos with the sniper offensive push and the deflector shields <laughs> and dark probes, uh, Sith probe droids. Yeah, with we'll get the dark we'll probes. Deflector shields. <laughs> yeah, we'll get the deflectors. Oh. So listen, I know there are a lot of points, but I like them in case people start shooting at my guys. It could theoretically be a whole bunch of hassle to go kill some snipers, which yes. I love. Yes. I love the idea of. Now, in my game against him, it never came up nope. that I had them. Nope, not at all. And the last time I played this list, I think I used the shields, yes, but then immediately died behind it. I was playing Scott a couple weeks ago. Tim and I, and I, again, I do the thing against Tim. He is playing Rex. Um, he's playing our Rex star list. It's, it's another variation of a theme. Yeah, he's trying to oh, work on. Well, now, hold on, though. It was, 
Boo. It was double full arc. Double full arc, boo. Rex. Oh, I'm sorry. With <laughs> I'm just going to boo any Republic list. How are you going to win sympathy with the audience with that? Double full arcs, is a, it's a fun time, all right? It was a good time. Here's one of the things that came up. So my battle deck, I had intercept transmissions, breakthrough, and then hostage exchange. Okay. And then I had <laughs> long march and there, then right. danger close. Sure. Hemmed in. Minefield, fortified positions, limited viz, and then war weary is the fourth one to make it there. So my problem is, is that I'm really good at hostage exchange, but so is Rex clones. Well, because yeah, they're going to scout is... all the things back. Yep. Yes, I get to do the shenanigans. So when we flop it over, hostage is in the th- the third column. And long march is in the first column. <laughs> so I know what I should do. I know what I should do. I should stay with long march. I should pass one of them. Yes. My problem is I hate to waste my B2s. <laughs> because on long march, B2s, it just takes too long to get to anywhere. And even with my range three guys, like I have to march out pretty far towards the middle to get shots. And I know with long march, the goal is to do as much damage as possible and then woogity boogity it across your map and get out of the way. And I just hate it. So Tim, of course, went for the hostage exchange. Sure. And well, I yeah, covered up long march and I, we I went to, to win. instead. Yeah, damage close. Or sorry, danger close. Damage close. Wrong. It was damage close because so the damage was very, very close. It was. Yeah. It was so close. So final table setup is hostage exchange, danger close, fortified positions, and so here's what here's why I did that. Here, here's here's a brain process going through my brain. My B two is going to be my hostage carrier because I love sure. them because okay. they get that free shot with blast on turn one. They don't get shot at. I uh, disagree, but okay. Um, with Danger Close, Maul is sitting there with another set of B2s on the very close lane where he's going to be. So now I have two B2s in Maul within those shots on turn one mm-hmm. to do terrible things to him. And in support of that, I had a, a BX Sniper and my Dark Droids because I have to deploy within range one or within right. speed one of Maul. So I have I have things over there to get me both extra shots and some Pierce and uh, the Observe Tokens. Like I have that on his side of the board. Not even counting the other five, six activations I have across right. the table. And so that was my reasoning behind it. Because with Long March, and I love playing Long March with droids. You know that's not a, a problem with me. But when I'm going for hostage exchange, which we clearly were going to do, I didn't want to have all of my army but one unit hanging out so far away. But, I was going to advance for three turns to shoot while he moved backwards, killed one unit because I have white dice, and then wins on kill points. But we talked about this. If you give it Long March, you deny the ability for me to do Rex shenanigans on hostage. Well, I don't I, think... That's right. I, I think... Didn't that conversation come up after this game, though? No. No, it came no, up before no. this game. Oh, he, okay. he and I have had a very yeah. similar game. It was so the last game we played was ago. hostage. <laughs> so you, yes. you chose to do this to yourself a second time? Ban. Yes. Ban, ban, But ban. the idea was he was going to retreat into the place where I already had two B2s with my rockets Doesn't and matter. maul and support yeah. droids. Well, it did and matter actually. Two snipers. <laughs> it did matter. And that's because that's exactly what Tim did. Like so, I yeah. I was betting on the fact that I could destroy more things and disrupt the plans. Well, and it there. was we should say too for placement and like uh, for deployment. Uh, I was I knew where maul was going. Right, like Ben knew where I was going with my units. Yep. I mm-hmm. knew where maul was going. There's nothing I could do in deployment necessarily that would have been able to super stop it and then without 
forsaking my cool nifty Rex cheating ability for mm-hmm. hostage. So, and by the way, I, we will post photos of all of this to the Instagram. Yeah. Um. So just, yeah, if you if you're trying to picture this in your head and we haven't explained it well, <laughs> don't worry, there'll be yeah. photos there on the Instagram. Yes, but yeah. So I, it wasn't. It, we were even joking, like, "Oh, look, oh, something went over there." I'm amazed. I'm so surprised. Oh, oh my no. goodness, <laughs> Maul's gonna be up on my grill. Oh my goodness, I didn't know I, that. Like yeah, we the we only knew what was the happening. only bad placement Tim did was he put an arc two-man sniper squad out in the place where yeah I that was that was just bad placement on my part that was yeah i didn't know where to put them i was like hey, look at those guys yeah. Kapow. <laughs> i thought they were safe they were not safe but that's a, a long history right. of tim i'm not good at snipers so <laughs> and i'll be honest so in danger close i put all my things in the very close piece of danger uh tim didn't have any people on my side of the board or the, i guess where the other leg of my board is so I had a place to retreat to and defend with all the B1s while I offensively punched real hard mm-hmm. with the B2s and the malls. That's my game plan in my head. Yes. We go for the roll off. We both play one pips because, of course, we do. It's that turn. <laughs> I win. I win that roll off. I do. I play Call Me Captain. Yes. Because yes, I, I figured that there was going to be some pain coming in my face. Lots of pain coming towards your face. And so, um, I, of course, I play the one that allows me to wound myself um, as I move through because I need that third action to get to the place where I need to be in order to punch the people in the head that I need to punch. Sure. Because um, remember, I don't have charge. It's a third action that gives me that attack action. And I do. I draw in, I believe, his Echo Squad uh, to come talk to me. I punch him in the face, but I yes. don't roll super well. No. Like, I have two aim tokens. I've got the five red dice and the four white dice. Yes. I think I have three blank reds. Ooh. It was some grossness, and then when uh, I re-rolled, I still got some blank reds. No, those reds re-rolled into hits. They then, re-rolled right into hits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we had some medi- I, I had some mediocre dice because yeah. the whites were also all blank. Like I was forced to spend aims on reds to re-roll. So right. yes, which is nothing you ever really want to do. So I do damage, but I don't do enough. But it's enough to keep me relatively safe. It is, except I kind of forgot that uh, Call Me Captain allows him to fire support into a melee. Yeah. <laughs> that that's gonna get real. So there were, I think there was what three guys left in the arcs, the Rex squad. No, or yeah, the something like that. maybe two uh, Echo squad. Two. two. There was two because yeah. Echo and the other guy. That's right. So yeah. yeah, so you did some good damage. I mean, you killed out, killed three freaking arcs. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then so, squad. and I chose the one who didn't have a token yet, so they couldn't just withdraw and then allow them mm-hmm. to be shoot me again. Yes. Correct. So Tim has to do the thing where he takes the other full arc squad and they go into combat. Which is immediately what happens. Yes. Yeah. And you would expect that's a lot of dice. It is. It's 13, a lot of dice yeah. plus rest. in fact. Yeah. That's stupid. It is. You expect that to just, yep. You're like, oh yeah, Maul's dead this turn because I don't have an, a dodge token. Like it took everything to get to the place where I needed to be. And so Tim rolls the dice. 13 And I have dice. a picture of it, which I will post yeah. to the Instagrams. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, the initial roll really was just, I think, it was two hits and two surges. Two Seems hits, good. and most of those red and blank and black dice were blank. All blank. Yes. Uh, no, yeah, I think yeah, there was one was, hit in there on the red die, but yeah. I mean, it it's three gross. red dice, it is four, five, six black dice, it is four white dice. And they are mostly blank. There's a hit on a black, hit on a white, surge on a red, and then surge on a black. <laughs> and I didn't have Everything surges to spend because I'd use right. them on defense to try and stay alive. And you don't, you know, you, yeah. you didn't get to aggressive tactics, all of Rex, you know, because only one, or- well, I guess three orders would have gone out. Yeah. No, I, there was aggressive tactics in there, but I just couldn't, I spent them on defense. Gotcha. 
Yeah. So, yeah. The, so when he was defending against my maul, he rolled nothing but surges on those blocks. Yeah. So of the five hits, he rolled four surges and a single blank. Yes. So, so he had to spend four five blanks, tokens. but that's fine. You know, that's all right. <laughs> you had surge tokens, sir. You were able to convert. Uh-huh. Otherwise, they were all. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was one of those. All right. So the dice weirdness was just bizarre. <laughs> so maul lives. Um, he does take a little bit of damage in there. Yeah. I'm on two health. Yeah, I get um, four total hits going into Maul. <laughs> yep. Yes, he does. And three of them uh, do Maul, damage. Maul just refuses to die. Yep. They're like, okay, okay. So that's that's fine. It's all okay. You know, we're, we're going to shoot some other things. And so Tim and I spend some time clearing off the map a little bit. I'm moving around. I'm ad- I advance my entire B1 squads forward. I take shots where I can into Rex. I don't yeah. do a lot of damage, mostly because heavy cover and white dice, they don't do a lot when you don't have any aim tokens to spend on them. Or, right. Um, but I'm starting to do enough. I'm starting to do enough. And so Tim's getting a little worried that his Rex is about to die at the end of turn one. The f- other full arc that was left, which was Echo and the other guy. So two guys. Were able to punch Maul on their turn and get fire supported by Rex. Tim rolls six hits. He finally activates the guys he didn't have beforehand. Oh, right? So it's Echo that. and the one guy. Tim fire supports in. He gets six hits yeah. into my maul. Six I have two hits. health left. Right. Yep. My average red dice, I have no surge tokens. I have no dodge tokens. Yep. And I'm like, well, he's dead now. It's okay. Throw those red dice in the air. Yep. It is six natural blocks. Hey, it can yep. happen. Pew, 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 pew. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. Then, Tim threw open his mouth a little bit. He yeah. screamed against the heavens. Yeah. Tried to flip the table. It was too heavy for him. <laughs> my B2s come in. They do some damage on some stuff. So that's kind of nice. He blows them up. And my hostage squad still hasn't gone because he's protected. Like I'm holding him to the absolute very end. So my hostage squad decides they're going to light up on Rex. I do a ton of damage, but not enough, um, which is always very, very, very gross. And then I do it, which you always tell me is the right way. I don't attack with them. I just use the observe. I throw three observe tokens down. Yeah. And my sniper squad is within range to shoot the sniper God. gun and the you know the, their base gun. So it's two red, two white. And with the observe tokens, yep. I throw. I mean, I have an aim token still. I use the observes. I go from two hits and two blanks. I get them into four hits. Yep. There you go. And of course, I spend mine for the for the pierce. Yep. All right. So that kills Rex. And Rex, Rex is dead. Turn one. Dead turn one. Yep. It's a great time. Hey, it's hostage. He now, got so, his weight in gold just by deploying. <laughs> Did you scoop? Yeah, yeah, you scooped. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Round one. Scooped right up. Round scooped one, we were done. Right up. Oh, Lord. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I still think if Tim plays that game out, nope. I still think I lose. Nope. 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 I still think I lose. Nope. Nope. Because you're I- going to go first. <laughs> You're going to go first with Maul. You're going to murder the arcs that could maybe try and kill you. And that's it. That's the only chance I have of killing you is those arcs. That's it. That gets super defensive. Yeah. Maybe so. I just feel like my guys... like So he still has R2-D2, which I didn't mention. R2-D2 is going to go score because I don't have the ability to stop him. Um, right. Like I, like once, once, once Maul dies, I have no offense anymore on that side of the board. I maybe have a sniper, if I'm lucky, get the shot to pull off the thing. So if I'm lucky. So when you're on the little So he's going to score an extra point there. His hostage, I don't think I can blow up. Like, I can shoot a lot, but it's mostly B1 white droids. So I'm right. white dice droids. I'm just going to pepper them. And if my droids die, then I'm just going to pick up my hostage and run uh, them And backwards. your rocket launcher people. But yeah, that's fine. Do, do, do. But I mean, 
I'm likely going to get my hostage back, but I still think Tim gets his hostage across the line, mm-hmm. and he gets R2, because I just don't have, def- I don't have the right. offense on It goes to kill I points, mean, and you've wrecked my face on kill points. I'm a big advocate for always, you know, if there's if there's a chance, play it out, but that's why uh, if it were in a tournament, If we're in a tournament, I'd play it out. I No, but right, right, right. don't say that. Every tournament, I'll play it out. But yeah, if you we're, will. That's true. You if we're not at a tournament, I'm not going to waste my time. So we, so we Tim had Tim and I had a game, and then we we're like, you know what? Let's go have dinner. We had a lovely time at a nice sushi restaurant. I invited Tim to bring out his lovely wife. He decided yeah. not to. Oh, that's why he's very mad. When she found out where we went. <laughs> so, <laughs> she only threatened me a few times. She did actually. I, I heard it twice. <laughs> I may have mentioned to the waiter that Tim was not my husband after I ordered for Tim. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we did look. We, we and, were dressed, both dressed nicely, and you know, especially Ben with his bow tie and. I came from work, so yeah. I was wearing a bow tie. I mean, yeah. Uh, I was like, so I ordered for Tim. I was like, Tim will be having this whiskey. And he'll be having this. And then Tim is playing with his Did wedding you? ring. And I saw the server <laughs> and I couldn't help myself but make the joke. Tim, oh, no, no, Tim's not my husband. <laughs> yeah. So then I'm hoping the Skrull's rumor was Tim had some hussy that he was bringing out to this restaurant. Yes. So. <laughs> for for the, the sushi. It's all about or the Tim's sushi. The si- or Tim's so. the side piece. Or Ben's the side piece, mm-hmm. I guess, oh. in that case. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But... Yeah, yeah, we had a lovely time after that. It was quite delightful. Well, while you guys are uh, are scooping at game, you know, turn one, uh, we had uh, Ethan Judd come out and, and join us. Him and his family vacation in the Smokies every year, so uh, this is the second year in a row on his vacation. He's come up and we've managed to, to, to get a game in. Uh, he was our TO for the Dallas Open, not to be confused with the Lone Star Open just north of Dallas. Um, but he's been a, been a good friend of ours for a while, and uh, he brought uh, he brought up some rebels to play with, and it was the first time I got to play against the uh, the dreaded van, and so uh, I was running what I've been running because my vans still aren't uh, put together and painted. I've been slammed with work, um, so I brought you know if you've listened to this show, it's K two, it's Luke, it's Cassian, it's Biston, it's, it's that list. Um, and he had actually asked uh, to play against it since he hasn't played against uh, Op Luke in a, in a hot minute. So he's got two vans with uh, Wookies, but no bowcasters, if I recall correctly. Like he he cut some points in some really interesting places um, to to get this list to to where it was. Uh, two vans with Wookies, two sets of vets, two Mark Twos, Cassian K two and R two. So he's he's sitting that at eleven activations. And, uh, I mean, and the buses are, are pretty kitted. They've got the, uh, I want to say they've got the big gun on them, plus the tactician. The um, laser. I do not think they were, were they, yeah, well, yes, they were, they were reckless. Um, cause, uh, some pathfinders would not die, but they would get run over. Um, uh, <laughs> And uh, <laughs> we uh, we we deal out some battle cards, and we end up on uh, fortified positions, major offensive, and hostage exchange. And I almost vetoed away from hostage, even though I've got a Jedi and he doesn't, just because I, as a player, am really bad at hostage. I I lose yeah, games on really... hostage. I should win, and my win rate it's on true. hostage is terrible. We've all seen it. So, um, so let me ask. Yeah. So, who did you have carry your hostage for you? Uh, my fleets, my five man fleet. Okay, Super that squad. makes sense. Your your range two likely. Okay. So, but like like I was admonishing you for uh, Ben during your bat rep, 
I know in my heart of hearts, especially because my units aren't as durable as yours, I just need to run. But I get greedy. Right. We all know this. I get greedy. Um, yes. So, yes, so we, 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 we do, we deploy. Um, he's got, he splits his van. One of them is in the, uh, the small corner at the middle of the board of his major offensive corner. And the other is in the most, uh, you know, up the short edge of the board, the most furthest up corner um, in the in the big section. And he puts Wookiees in one van, R2 in the other, and his second set of Wookiees go behind the van that has the first set in it. So it was he kind of kept me Ooh. guessing where his Wookiees were going to go. Because he actually put his vans down really early. I was expecting them to be kind of towards the end once I've committed uh, Bistin and my, my Ion Impact nonsense. I infiltrate Cassian onto a um, onto like a recon watchtower playing on my crate table, um, where he's got a pretty good view of the battlefield and not a lot can hit him because he's just so far away. And K two can drop right next to a ladder, so he can he can you know calculate the odds and climb down on the on the first turn. Um, <clears throat> and. We, we we start to get the game going, and I get greedy. There's a Mark II in a trench on my crate table with the fleet. that The fleets are in a different section of the trench, so the, the Mark II will get heavy cover. But I was like, this it's, it's his Commander Mark II. He hasn't activated yet. My fleets my fleets can maybe not kill it, but they can get it within, within sniper range. Maybe Cassian can finish it, right? The fleets wind up and roll two hits. One of them was a crit. He failed to save and takes one damage. But so that was definitely not worth it. Don't don't fleet surge to hit. Yes, they do. That's gross. I'm sorry. But they're white yeah. dice. Remember, yeah, they are yeah, white but dice. Still. The, the the thing is, in the early days, we remember the Slowoski fleet roll yep. because he would hit it yeah. often enough to make us fear it. I remember. Yeah. And we always forgot about the times yeah. where he didn't hit it at all, and they just <laughs> died. Yeah, that it just sounded like That's air fair. being let That's out fair. of a balloon. So. We we didn't remember the good times for us. We just remembered the horrible times for us, which <laughs> is true. Which really proves the psychological value of the negative will always stay longer than right? the positive. Exactly. <laughs> I remember all the the lame fleet rolls. I remember, um, and yet you still yeah. bring them. Uh, yeah, they're <laughs> you all don't remember hard so, enough. And I will say, yeah, because your fleet troopers are doing that, where my B twos with the rockets are doing much better things. They have a much better dice pool. Yeah. You're they right. Do. Now they cost they a lot are. more money. They cost do more they, money. Do they cost that much more? Uh, yeah, they cost ninety three points to do that for for armor. That's and, not a number extra, I made up. I'm extra, really looking at the cost. Extra wounds. Ninety three points. I would uh, because I think to get blast on my fleets that doesn't have cycle, it's it's getting them up into the seventies. Um, anyway, yeah, that, that's well, I'm still paying twenty more points to do it. So yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, so I get greedy there, and that doesn't necessarily lose me the game right there, but it does put me uh, behind. Uh, Ethan misplays his K two early by kind of hanging him out, and I send some rebel troopers forward to cohede forward, getting the unit leaders at range two, but someone he cohedes at range one, so I can strip uh, incognito uh, before Biston's first shot. So Biston's first shot is range three into K two. And uh, the slot machine, once again, seems to be broken. Um, Ethan did a really cool <laughs> trick that I didn't – he used his his tacticians in a different way. Um, and I don't – me and him talked about both during the game and, and at supper after 
I'm not sure it's the way. It's a cool way to play, but I don't know that it's the way to play. And he just used his tactician to stack uh, aims on Cassian. Um, so uh, okay. he <laughs> he used all of his Mark IIs. He got them within range. So like second or third activation, his Cassian shoots my Cassian in heavy cover with a fire support of a Mark II with, like, five aim tokens. Gross. So he's just going to marksman up? Yep. It's like, bonk, 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 bonk? Yeah. Okay. Um, critical critical yeah, two from the... All, no doubt. From, from the weapon, yeah. And so uh, it was it was pretty gross. Needless to say, my casting went down turn two after two of those. Um, and... Uh, and so the game kind of kind of goes to, to be on on Luke's shoulders. Um, I've had a couple bad offensive dice rolls so far. Biston, I think, got two damage onto uh, K2, and he theoretically should get a lot more than that with 13 dice. Um, Cassian goes down. I managed to peel his non-commander um, Mark II off the board, but he's got his rebel vets with his hostage just running away. Um, Wookiees are about to get out of Vans and Luke's trying to position, like Vans are coming from different directions and Luke is trying to position himself the best he can to figure out what direction he needs to dart. And Ethan does this really cool thing where his, his old X-Wing habits kind of shown through where he brings his two reckless drivers and he builds a wall between Luke and his hostage carrier of just base to base buses. It was obnoxious. Um, so I really couldn't with my snipers or with Biston or even with Luke. I really had a hard time uh, harassing his hostage carrier. So I start taking what shots I can at the buses to try to try to whittle them down. And I get on one of them. I, ha- I kind of, due to range restrictions and line of sight, I kind of had to split my damage a little bit. But I was like, you know what? I can split my damage enough. And on turn three, I might be able to pick up one, if not both, buses with some with some lucky rolls. And Son of Skywalker comes out, and I get uh, I get four four damage off of Son of Skywalker. I have an aim token, offensive push, Ooh. charge into the, the side of a bus, and I rolled no surges and no natural crits. Just the the impact two pierce two was the was the only so damage. So this is on your first attack. That was my attacks combined. Oh, gross! Oh wait, what? No, oh, yeah. thank you. Son of Skywalker did four damage to a bus. Oh, that's awful. Um, yep. That's and awful. then R2 jumped out and repaired it. <laughs> On the other side, away from Luke. Man. Um, if it wasn't you, I'd say sorry. Oh, gross. <laughs> that is so gross. Uh, why, God? Why? <laughs> Biston winds up, tries to shoot K2 again. Um, the slot machine once again is broken. K2's on one health. My K2, however, is is doing some some hilariously good work. Um just, you know, I, I love to terminate, you know, Terminator walk my, my K24 and just see what the white dice get me. Um, and I managed to, to kind of help clear a flank. My snipers are getting done what they need to get done, but the buses are just so oppressive um, that I can't get the shots I need to. And Wookiees are starting to show up, so I have to deal with them as I, as I, as I can. And Luke can't really commit to go chase down a hostage carrier. My hostage carrier is getting trimmed at as he runs away. And he gets down to just a dude and a unit leader. <clears throat> and where my offensive dice kind of in a huge way have failed me this game, um, my defensive dice, Cassian didn't really roll anything, but there was enough dice. What he rolled arguably didn't matter. Um, 
These two fleet troopers made 10 out of 10 saves over the course of like a turn and a half. Fleets? Fleets. Just little white saves and heavy cover with, yeah. like, I'm just going to roll. I'm just oh, wow. like, they had a billion okay. suppression on them and they just didn't die. Um, he Did eventually does get them. Uh, thanks to the extra courage from the hostage carrier uh, upgrade card. Nope. Ah, okay. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. And uh, and so where we we trade there, he eventually gets them. But I was lucky enough. I got I slid another one of my rebel troopers in alongside him to touch the hostage carrier, to where as soon as he died, this other guy could pick it up and, and run home. Uh, and the game came down to me clearing one bus, R two getting in the other bus that originally had Wookies in it, and uh, okay. driving behind a line of sight blocker in my deployment zone, jumping out, scoring his point. We both scored our hostages, but uh, but R two got him the game. And uh, it was a it was a weird, wild back and forth game where his dice on both ends were really consistent, and my attack dice were garbage, but my defense dice were utterly amazing. And it was a, it was a really fun all the way out to turn six uh, turn six game. And then uh, we didn't go get sushi afterwards, but we did go to to Schultzbrow, the Knoxville Beer Castle, and get some schnitzel. So it was a it was a good time. Oh, nice. It was a good time. So Ethan, thanks for coming up, man. I look forward to it next year. And. Uh, I need to practice more hostage and not get greedy and shoot with my fleets. That's what I no, do hostage it. is shoot. one of those things I, you have to really kind of play and plan for and mm-hmm. have an idea of what to do in your head. Uh, before B2s, I wouldn't want to f- play with hostage. Like, it would just be some B1 unit that was going to try to not die as it double-moved home. Well, and I um, honestly think, even with your B2s, I think guys. that I think that's the right play still, Then, Like, and once yeah, again, I'm terrible at hostage. It's just double run home. Your B2s will get there when they get there. They don't, like, don't get greedy and take the shot and just, because you are speed one. You move once, and yeah, you can trade defensively really well on turns two and beyond. Um, but, like, their whole army is going to have shots so, on you starting turn two. So so what I did was, in my game against Tim, I shot with the B2s and then moved, which mm-hmm. was going to put me in heavy cover with armor. So then on the next turn, they were going to get up and move, double move again, which is going to put me awfully close to my board edge, even at speed one. Yeah, but if you've got like a six-man B1 like, squad, I think you're committing a lot less resources. And because he has to choose whether he wants to shoot your big heavy artillery piece or he wants to shoot your hostage carrier. And when you put them on the B2s, you're making it the only target on the table because it's both a big damage dealing piece and an objective piece. Yep, I can see that. Which is why the B1s are there to pick up that hostage and move. (laughs) (laughs) Be sure to check us out on the Instagrams where I will have all the pictures of my game. Well, all the pictures of round one in my game against Tim. Um, It is a lot of... I won't won't post all the dice shots, but I'll definitely post that one that made Tim want to break some models' kneecaps off. Um, There's some beautiful pictures of our approach uh, into each other. Some nice pictures of our setup. I kind of like how we did this. Yeah. It's nice little things there. Yeah. I will post pictures on our Instagram at SWStabCast. You can also find us on the Facebook, which is where all these Instagram pictures come back to. Twitter as well. Rate us on the iTunes. Subscribe to us on Spotify. We are available wherever finer podcasts are streamed. You see, Will? That's how you do that segment. (laughs) At SWStabCast. You can also find us on the Legion Discord. And right now we're all at SW or excuse me, all at Stabcast, whatever our name is, except for except for me right now. I think no, no, that's right. I'm ben still still, you're Benston Churchill. Excuse me, that's correct. Yes. <laughs> and then for Stabcast, for Benson, reasons that we don't have time to go into, but we're a great time. 
I am right now Saint Tim of the Mines, for I am Saint of the Salt Mines, the chosen. The chosen patron of the Salt uh, Throne. Uh, one night after we recorded the podcast, Ryan, you went to go get supper, and right. we just went to go play in the Legion Discord, yeah. and we may have created a cult in the Imperial side. Yeah, we didn't so. really mean to, it just kind of happened. Religious and movements were, like, oh, were right. my oh. shtick on this show, but all right. The, all right. They were, but we were encouraging the people of the Salt Mine, <laughs> and then that's when the admins realized there was nobody working in the Imperial side, so we had to put them back to work for the Salt. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was an entertaining time. It was an entertaining time. So it now is. there might be a stained glass image of me now that, you know, might make its way into some swag one day. Who knows? You know, it'll be a good time. Um, good time. I'm hoping it'll possibly be one of our, e- our reaction emotes. Like, yes. Really good. Be great. <laughs> yeah. You can also, if you want to try to make that happen, you can support our uh, our shop on, shop on Teespring where, uh, who knows, we might put it on a fanny pack if enough people ask for it. <laughs> and uh, you can uh, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, whatever, help keep our servers running. We get a little cut of it. Or if you want uh, to give us some show topics that aren't just, uh, you know, card reviews and spoilers, uh, send them to us at swstabcast at uh, gmail.com. It would make a beautiful t-shirt combo with it the would. Bloody Christ. It really would. Mm. Mm. It would also make a fantastic bowling shirt. Okay. Uh, bowling shirt? Some, some kind of Hawaiian yeah. design, oh, I see what you're maybe. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get yeah. behind that. I love those Hawaiian yeah. designs and things like that. Yeah, it could be a nice Hawaiian design shirt. Yeah, I guess the bowling shirt really wouldn't work quite as well as I'm thinking. I'd yeah. rock that. So when this episode comes out, it will be three days from a grand and glorious gathering. Tim, where are we going? We're going to the mighty Lone Star Open in Allen, Texas, which is just north of Dallas. So we, uh, yes. three of the four of us will be going. <laughs> well, the <laughs> Well, the good news is I'm just excited for people to meet Ben and Will finally. Right. Like, no, what are you no, talking about? No, no one knows. Really, just Will. Really, no just one will. knows I'll who Will. Are. No one knows who Will is. Oh, okay. I have been to events and met live people. Yeah, I have been to the pizza hall. I have played in the and yet places. they still get you and Will confused because they've never seen Will. They don't. <laughs> okay. They don't recognize oh, okay. that Will so is actually Will's taller fault. than I okay. am. He's really his Will's fault. Yes. Oh well, I'm still waffling on what to bring, but I know I'm excited to go. I don't. I genuinely don't know what if I'm going to bring clones or Empire or what. On, so Empire, uh, it'll be intriguing. Uh, it's Double honestly, it's tempting. It's tempting to bring that lat ATST list. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. If he brings Empire, it's because he knows he wants to lose and be able to talk about that. Come on, guys. Let's just call it what it is. It's the depression speaking. <laughs> <laughs> if if I have no standards for myself, I can't disappoint myself. So therefore, exactly. Uh, maybe I'll play Empire. <laughs> that's terrible but that's yes. <laughs> what all empire players tell ourselves now because that's all we have hashtag saint tim in the mines we knew when we left you guys last week that we did not we're not going to catch all the news we we'll knew never that amg was really. going to release everything right back to back to back so we knew that was coming so we knew there's gonna be more things for this episode i just don't think we expected it to be the stuff that we got <laughs> oh. oh it's good yeah, like it's, we had all the reviews it's interesting it's now, so something that we didn't mention, and Ryan, I was going to actually bring your attention to this. I'm going to call an audible on it. Uh, the Wookiee Long Gun came out oh, yes. in between the our last podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it did. So, one, it's, do you have feelings about the Wookiee Long Gun? It's neat. Do you hate it? Do you love it? Um, it's neat. Um, yeah, that's mm. accurate. <laughs> I, I I'm going to go bring it up are, for us so we can, yeah. I think there are places for it, but... <laughs> But I think the bowcaster is so, probably better in just almost every way. Yeah, it's a twenty-six yeah. point two black dice, range one to four, one suppressive. To four suppressive, weapon. yeah. It's yeah. it's cool. Like I don't I don't 
definitely don't hate it. Yeah, it's not awful. But I mean, your your Kajik resistance guys are going to be six white <laughs> dice and two black dice. Yeah, yeah, but then you're you're paying this premium for a range four weapon, <laughs> and there, yeah. and the rest of the squad is is just sitting there at range two. Yeah. No, no, this, no, this is the Kashyyyk resistance. This is oh, the, okay, yeah, yeah the, 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 the one, range yeah. one to three. This is with the carbine okay. with the, the um, two white dice piece. Why would I not? Why would I not rather, guys? I'm gonna break something. I'm gonna give you a pro tidbit here. The combination of impact and pierce is really, really good. If you didn't know, yeah, yeah, it's real <laughs> and good. if you can put sharpshooter yeah, on top of it, yeah, like, yeah, you got that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, again, I, I, <laughs> I mean, Ryan, though, like it's, I agree with Ryan. I'll like, pay it's... five more points to go up to the bowcaster every time. Yeah, how about this? If we didn't have the bowcaster, I'd definitely bring it. But Joe, we have sure. a bowcaster, <laughs> and, and here's and here's like the the funny the funny way you can you can do the math, like the the two black dice are going to be more consistent, and your damage is probably maybe actually a touch higher. But the number of die faces that produce uh, hits is the exact same between the two weapons: two blacks versus a white and a red. Like there's the same number of sides that do the the things that you want them to do. I think if we're just comparing range bands and keywords, yeah, the bowcaster's more expensive, but Pierce and Sharp and one, impact, impact one, Pierce one yeah. is I mean, yeah. When, when you seemed... catch uh when you catch commanders with that ability, you're like, all right, I'll take them. <laughs> yeah, because because it's yeah. So like where let's since we want to talk about the long gun, like where do you take the long gun? As a rebel, I really don't know. I could see maybe if you're if you're taking like K two and you want to try to try to build a suppressive slant, there there may be a list there uh, with like a Cassian K two triple triple Wookie suppressive list. Yeah, uh, Republic. Yeah. I think it's probably a little bit more viable uh, because of the way that. Rex cards and I some think, of the other cards we're going to talk about. Yeah, gonna, I think Republic either gonna, either way Republic could go for either the the long gun or not the long the 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 ranged wikis or the melee wikis for lack of a yeah. term. Yeah, um, it so just depends what, what you want to do. I think I see here is probably a return to the old split fire, yeah. and I think Republic will like it better. You could long range gun with your wikis to a range four target. It yep. happens to have a range one to three fire support. Yeah. Which sure. uh, so, so you wouldn't feel quite as bad splitting that. And I know I've preached before, and I think Will has backed me up on this before as well, that like fire support tends to be trapped, but you know when it's not? When you surge to hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's yeah. pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, pretty and, nice. And I and it's I think that's good. the thing, is I think they're gonna try to entice clone players to to fire support more, yeah. and we're gonna start to see more and more surge hit profiles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> So so yeah, yeah we'll I see. I don't true. know. Uh, as the rebel in the room, it's it's neat. I think the bowcaster nine times out of ten yeah. is better. Um, just because, I agree like, with that. you know, Tim, you know this all too well, and I know Ben wants suppressive to be a cool keyword. You just oh, if yeah. you you want you if you're gonna take it, you have to take a ton of it. Uh, and right now, rebels don't have a ton yeah. of access yeah. to it. Exactly. Yeah, and, it's it's neat. And I'll be honest, the suppressiveness, like, right? I don't think the game setup is in a great place for suppressive. No. It's nice to lose the action when it happens. I don't think we panic anywhere near as much as we used to. Nope. In part because we have so many core and special forces with two or higher. Yeah. I, um, I, our I, bubbles are bigger, I think, or well better placed. So I could you're just dive, less likely to panic. I could it. dive off of this cliff real hard if I'm if I'm not careful. So I'll, I'll try and hold up. But I know I've been one of them that have said, oh, yeah, suppressive doesn't matter. Suppression doesn't matter right now. 
I've seen it matter more in games, so I think su- suppression is it's something you have to play around differently now, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's as crippling as it was, but it can still be really strong if used correctly, meaning a phase two can still get suppressed enough. You only have to shoot it twice, right? Shoot it twice mm-hmm. and it fails its rally roll, and now it's only down to one action. Now, it's not going to so, panic. Right. But, yeah. But Republic so also, like, as uh, as my round three and Atlantic City can prove, in the using phase twos or even phase one as the example there, doesn't matter because you just fire support them. That's um, right. Yeah, you'll, like you'll, that's those, fair. Those guys will never, never panic. Uh, and it matters more for some of the other units that don't have fire support. But Repu- yeah. Republic Corps just has such an easy out. Like, oh, no, I'm going to panic off the board. Well, I guess I just won't activate. And still I, I order them and then I fire support <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it, no, I and so it. I wish suppressive was more of a thing. I do. In part because when I started with my droids, it was just Grievous and those droidicas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's all they seemed to do. Like it was just suppression everywhere as far as the eye could see. And on a good matchup, the droidicas all shot things. Uh, maybe hopefully the same thing. And then Grievous, when he goes in with that extra one, is just suppression on everybody. And then normally he died. Yeah. But everyone else was so jammed up, they couldn't do anything about whatever the objective was after that. So right. I, I yeah. like it, but I'm with you. I still think the bowcaster is the better Wookiee gun. Yeah. Yep. Uh, for what they're going to go into. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, and that... it'll be a, an oddball case of where do you want to play that long gun Wookiee? And I'm with now, him. I think it's, it's yeah. going to be in the Republic. So here's here's the one place you know now that you got my my gears turning here, the one place you might take the long gun, and that's just if you want four Wookies, and you're just pinched for points. You can't maybe maybe you can't go the extra five points. Um, and you just want a fourth, you know, a fourth three wound model in your squad, uh, and you don't want to take battle shield guy. Um, if because if you do want to play them at range, which I think you're in that case, you might as well take battle shield guy. Uh, you could take the long gun, right? But that's probably about the only place. Oh, I'm with you. Like if you if you just don't have the points, I would have brought the shield guy. Just because as you're getting shot at, you have armor one. If you're going to play the range game, yeah, 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 that's that's also true. So, uh, but mean. yeah, that's that's probably the least wow factor of the cards that we missed from from last year. Yeah, I guess two all that time close. on the thing that's really not the biggest deal. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we got three unique. No, I guess they're not. They're not unique because they're not traded to. They're not necessarily traded no. to a Wookiee commander unit, um, but we'll get into reasons why they kind of are. They, uh, we got three, they are generic. They're generic with an asterisk next to them. Yeah. Um, we got three uh, Wookiee Command cards. Uh, the first one being Grumph. Um, good luck in the peaks out of Grumph. that. Um, it, yeah. that, it has an MPH at the end. Yep, that's uh, exactly how you'd say it. Yeah, um, it's the MP. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, okay. Uh, when a, it's Republic only, which initially made me a little sad and actually made me a lot of angry, but... Uh, there's some other reasons they could have taken that text away and the card still would have been fine. Uh, it's a, yeah. <laughs> it's the one pip. It orders a special forces or a support. Uh, we don't have a unit preview for the Fluttercraft yet, but supposedly it'll have the uh, some keywords that'll interact with this. When a friendly unit is issued an order by a commander Wookiee trooper. Uh, and yeah. kids at home remember that Chewbacca is now a commander for the Republic. Uh, so it can As be the, is the generic the chief, generic, the chieftain, yep. or uh, or uh, or Chewbacca. Yep. Um, if it is wounded or one or more of its minis have been defeated, it gains one aim, one dodge, and one surge token. So that is three kinds of bunkers. Yep. 
Yep. That is three kinds, mostly for a faction that shares all those things. Yeah. Like, that's well, really good for a one pip. No, it's well, a big thing. Yeah. It's a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess a lot. And well, granted, you have to have a Wookiee commander to do it. Yeah, but, that's but it doesn't like, have to it's go not to be a that hard. commander. Yeah. Right. It does not have to go to a Wookiee commander. That's what I was going to say. It could go to your Anakin. It could go to your Padme. It can go can't, to your... Nope. <laughs> can't go to Anakin. Can't go to Padme. It has to be a Special Forces yeah. or a support. Or support. Oh, my apologies. You're correct. You're yes. correct. But it's not bad on a bark, even. Like, throw that on a bark? Okay, cool. That's Neat. true. <laughs> that's great. But I'll yeah. throw that on a full arc, or, arc troop squad? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly where my head oh. went. I was like, oh, yeah. I'll take all those freebies, right. and then I'll move again, get another aim, and then I'll just mm-hmm. wreck you. Because there's also yep. no range yep. restriction on this. It's just get an order. I mean, obviously, it has to be able to issue an order. So, I guess, technically, right. range three, range, sure. But Range three slash four, yeah, depending on your upgrade yeah, yeah. suite. But, yeah. But the, it's uh, not a it's, strict it's, limit. It's cool. Yeah, this is this is yeah. This is a, a pretty pretty gross little little card um, to add all of those to- like three tokens off of one pip. Um, yeah. Now, granted, what I do sort of kind of like about this is, if for some reason your wiki commander is dead, yeah, you just get a one pip that orders the special forces or support, and it's still one pip unless. Yeah, unless you promote, unless you your, brought uh, more Wookies. Yeah, unless you promote yeah. your Wookie you special your forces units. Yeah, which I think you would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I imagine you would. Well, you couldn't you only promote if you had no other commander. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If your commander's dead. Well, yeah, but I'm saying I'm assuming if you had another commander, you would just pop it off of them. That's yeah. I I, I don't know where. Yeah, you would not be running the clone commander. Upgrade, I think, with this. Uh, I still uh, have to be dead you, as well. you still are. Direct is still stupid. There's no way players. you don't bring clone commander. Yeah, no. But <laughs> yeah. the problem is, you may then get stuck with a hand of cards you can't do anything with because your wookie trooper yeah. is dead. I mean, so, you, have, you still have a commander. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, if you lose in, one, in that card, case, I'm not going to help you by killing your commander. Yeah, but like you said, it's still in order and it's not standing order, so I don't have to discard. Yeah. it. it's not like a Chewbacca. It's still Chewbacca, a one pip. So yeah, yeah. that's true. Still one pip. Uh, so it's it's good. Win priority. It's, pretty, it's pretty pretty solid. Um, when we compare it to some of the other one pips that are available, that it's going to compete with, um, yeah, it's it's pr- a pretty strong choice. Uh, the because it's what the other generic is the one pip coordinate card. What or no? Benz is the coordinate yeah, card. Yeah, What's it. the no? It's okay. You no, know, it's, they both, it's oh, the they're both thing. coordinate. Yeah, the same card. Yeah, yeah. yeah vehicle yeah, yeah. coordinate. Yeah, it's one to a vehicle, and but then you have to run a vehicle, which in right. general. You're Republic not doing do so. I don't. Of. I don't think right. if you're t- if you're taking a Wookiee, this this card is probably close to an auto include. Maybe not. Yeah, um, I'd say so. I'd say maybe so. it's going to compete with Blast Off. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. What's our What's our two pit man? I, I guess it's, it's, a, it's more a, it's more guttural. <laughs> that first word's definitely got some. <laughs> It's <laughs> that's that's a little too Klingon. It's, it's a little too Klingon. No, it's a little you know. Uh, <laughs> he's from New York. Pip. I thought all these had subtitles. The two pip orders two troopers. It is of course Republic only as well. Boo. Each friendly Wookiee trooper unit that is issued an order by a commander Wookiee trooper unit gains Agile One. So if your Wookiee commands your Wookies, <laughs> yes, I love yeah. this card. Which. Or itself. I love and also can't believe they went back to that well again. Because you know me, I was very much anti-Tauntaun because of the Agile one. Right. And then when my stats got Agile one, I was like, well, maybe it's not so bad, but that's only because I have to fight Tauntauns with you bad boys. (laughs) And Tauntauns then disappeared. That's not my fault. That's Republic players' faults. Um, (laughs) It's... 
it's just one of those when you're giving your rampaging melee Wookiees <laughs> child one who yep. have duelists go on that becomes something of a problem no it's great <laughs> it's so good it's almost like you're supposed to play like this two is... pip to close the gap and then the one pip we just talked about the turn after to to just yep. complete mm-hmm. the giant fu that's really well, like that's that is thing. so like, gross this two pip on the approach to a force user like you said yeah. with duelist on, on again i'm thinking melee wookies of course but yeah yeah thinking melee wookies yeah. yeah on a melee wookie approach into a force user absolutely like yeah i don't have to be afraid of your pierce bye bye yeah it's so just, good i i will take that yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and if for some reason you had o push cuz why wouldn't you at four points right the turn that you get an aim and agile for your double move in Saves you a couple times. Now, if you need to engage Luke Skywalker, you right. can because you've got two dodges on their way in. And I will also say, like to the duelist point, like this is this is about damage mitigation. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> getting to duelist yeah. to ignore surge or ignore Pierce for Wookies isn't the biggest of deals. Um, Wrong, but because, okay. You know, it's, your I mean, health is so is super handy. You can. I mean, oh, they have a huge health pool. They do. Yeah. Well, it, and you're, only, white you're only white saves that don't surge. So, like, you don't roll that many blocks with, with Wookiees. So, like, there's not much there to right. use. Well, you have a dodge as well. So now you're going to no, get... That's what I'm saying. The big blocks. deal is about, about canceling a hit. Less about yeah, well, the, the, the duelist factor. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. It is yeah. handy when encountering a right. lightsaber user. Yeah. It absolutely is. And it's also handy when not. I mean, because, again, it's still – if you move twice, it's two free dodges. You know? It's two free dodges. So that's yeah. great. And it's it should also be said, too, like we said on the one pip, it's still a two pip with two troopers. So, like, to mm-hmm. me, if I'm bringing a Wookiee commander, there is no reason to not bring this card because it's basically – put. I know push is two units, but especially for the Republic, most of your people are troopers almost all the time. There's no reason not to bring this over push. It's just a well. Yes. This is an auto. I mean, if you're not bringing, if you're not bringing, uh, yes, if Wookiees, you're not bringing air support, other another another Wookie. Um, if you're not bringing, I mean, if you're bringing support. him and Chewbacca, I like I like the the Wookie chieftain and Chewbacca and using this card. And no one's bringing that combination. There's not room for a clone commander. I, yeah, exactly. You true. need a clone commander in there. <laughs> yeah. This is very true. Yep, because clone commander is going to be stronger than Rex soon. And again, yeah. it has that hang-up of you, it has to be a Wookiee commander. Um, it just has to go to a Wookiee trooper unit. So yeah, right. that could be anywhere. I imagine, special forces. That could be the chieftain. I, mean, I imagine could on, be Chewbacca. on you that. Could bring, you could bring Chewbacca in some, you know, Wookiee uh, special forces. Yeah. yeah. But like on that note of like versus like clone commander and, and whatnot, like I do imagine Rex is like that meme where he's like looking at this tidal wave, but the tidal wave is just the points fa- changes coming up. And it's like, here it comes! And, and it's gonna just going to be Rex. I'm, just, I'm, re- just, I'm ready to be so underwhelmed. <laughs> uh, you're so wrong, but okay. I, yeah, I can't imagine that being that's, a thing. Yeah. I, so I like this for what it does. Agile 1 is super great yeah. on those approaching. I think this is a melee card. I don't think this is the range Wookiee card. Right. Um, but it, I think it's supposed to do the, what you what you, people want to see thematically on a table, yeah. which is Wookiees charging mm-hmm. into battle. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of Wookiees charging into battle... Tim, what does your card do? No, no, what is your card called, sir? What is your card yeah, called? Yeah, I was going to say, the three pip called Yarrr! Which does show Wookiees repelling from Fluttercrafts on top on of the... Uh, the droid tank. The, the little droid. Yeah, the, the yeah. tread tank, whatever it's called. 
Yeah. So three troopers, three pip, three troopers. So like, you know, pretty standard Republic only each friendly Wookiee trooper unit that is issued in order by a Wookiee commander gains demoralize one. So good. Which that, A, that's big by itself, right? Like, right. Mm -hmm. So each friendly Wookiee trooper unit, like that could technically be, if you're running in my mind, like the list I've been making, where you have one Wookiee unit with the two arcs and then the Wookiee commander, that's still two units with demoralize one. But, Mm -hmm. but if you're running like the full furry fury list, (laughs) it's going to be a whole lot of demoralize. (laughs) Yeah. It's demoralize three potentially. And at the at the end of the day, like I do think mathematically this is the weakest of the three cards, but it's still yeah, so well, it's, good. it's a three pip. Yeah. yeah, it's a three pip, but like it it's, could really be clutch though. Yeah, three right. suppression if they're all at range one of the same unit. Yeah. is mm-hmm. a gross dump. Uh, it really is because it's I mean, it's also like demoralized. For those that don't remember it as well, so demoralized is after a unit with demoralize X performs its rally step. Add a total of up to X suppression tokens to enemy units at range one to two, so it's it's just to enemy units. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't select. you can spread it around just yeah. to make them have to roll the rally and get exactly. out of something. Yeah, or you can dump them all on one. That's what I'm saying. You can put it all on, but you can put it all on one unit if you wanted to. Well, mm-hmm. and the yeah. other thing that I think makes this card a little less less strong is like all that demoralized suppression. You don't get to dump it all at once. It's it it'll activate right, when that's the very three true. different troopers activate. Yes, so that's very they, true. They, there's going to be some ways to mitigate it. Like, oh, I see you. You're clearly want to demoralize. You know my whatever units to maybe cost my operative in action. Uh, right. Better. Uh, better. Go hurry up and activate him when he's only got two suppression. Uh, so I don't panic. But even that is powerful because now you're forcing yeah, it, the opponent yeah. to activate. You know, so it's sure. it's a different kind of control. Indirect control. In, and the odd part's going to be is that you may give someone cover when you do this to shoot them. Yeah. Like yeah. you demoralize them, then you shoot them to get the second suppression token. Yeah. Right. But yeah, if you're the sharpshooter unit, you didn't care in the first place. So well, if you're. Maybe that's okay. But also, if you do bring the the long gun, you've now put three mm-hmm. suppression on a unit. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. This, this, is, this is where I think the long gun could come into play is if you really wanted to try to. Uh, yeah. To double down oh, yeah. on on this on this card and make a big turn where you're like I'm going to panic two units and just try to cost them four actions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because then that is like that's all three suppression dumped in all at once. Like that is uh, enough. <laughs> a lot of times. So, right. It's it's a strong card. It's good for a three pip. You know, like I it it fits right where it should in my mind. It's I think all three mm-hmm. of these cards really are solid, but not busted. Like, they could be really good, but they could also be mad. Right. Again, I like the way that they did this wording where, okay, you get encouraged to bring Wookiees, but also if your Wookiee commander's dead, you don't get totally just shafted. Mm-hmm. Right. You still get the ability to play them. Yeah. I mean, I do I do like that because you're, you're, you're going to force the clone players to do their list differently in order to get to them. Right. And they can do amazing things if they do. If you put three Wookiee Troopers or two Wookiee Troopers or whatever, if you were it in such a way where basically you needed your Wookiee Commander alive, I think it's going to end up hurting the Wookiee Commander because you're like, okay, yeah, he's great in melee, but I don't want him to get into melee. Yeah, I can't risk that because his cards are too good. So like now, okay, I'm going to take these cards. They're going to help my units, but I'm still going to play the game and rush Mm -hmm. my Commander in, maybe, if appropriate. You know, not every time. All right. So Ryan, answer the question here because you were upset that these were Republic only. 
Is there some place where this breaks the the rebels? Other than you don't ha- currently have a Wookiee Trooper commander. I mean, you don't have one. But you can easily get one. You have enough people that can drop that and make Chewie your commander. So yeah, if if we get if we we got rid of that text and you just had to have a Wookiee or we get to promote Chewie, whatever, like a backwards covert ops. Does it break Rebels wide open? I don't particularly think so because the way that Rebel command cards can break things um, is a lot of times, at least in the early days, they weren't restricted by where the orders came from. All three of these cards are very restricted on where the order comes from. Um, Right, right. right. It's not like 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 my allies the force where I can just, you know, HQ uplink and everyone has a billion dodge tokens. Um, Yes, exactly. Yeah. To be honest, I have played against someone who brought Tauntauns and Wookiees, and I would be horrified to see Tauntauns and Wookiees come up with Agile War. <laughs> yes. Just run, run in my face. I've seen I've seen that. I've seen that. Yes. That would be a dark day. Absolutely. <laughs> but speaking of so, dark days. So if you haven't listened to episode 76, go listen to our predictions of what we thought these cards were going to be. Listen to how wrong we are. We're so because bad we were delightfully game. wrong. It's, it's so great. <laughs> I love how delightfully wrong we were. I mean, we were pretty sure what... Per- I think we were kind of close on Protector. Into the fray, not at all. Nope. nope. Force Lift. I think I came closest with my prediction on Force Lift, although it didn't nowhere near in that verbiage. But yeah. Versus B is exactly what we thought it was. I think some of us had hope that maybe it wasn't a Force Upgrade. Yeah. Um, I, I, think, I think that was Tim's hot take. Yeah, It was my hope... My hope that it was a defensive stance a kind training. of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a force reliant training, but no, let's just screw Vader some well, more. That's okay. Oh, this card's great for Vader. <laughs> it's oh hold on. It is mediocre for Vader. Mediocre well, for a I think we have to go into unit. it now. So let's <laughs> talk about burst of speed. <laughs> At the start of your activation, treat your maximum speed as three until the end of the round. If you do gain a one immobilized token at the end of the round, it costs three and it depletes when you use it. So you flip right. it over never to get it again. Yeah, the the, the deplete was the thing that surprised me. Uh, I thought it would be a oh, few no. more points and maybe be tappable. Um, just because we no. haven't seen that many uh deplete cards so but i think i think that is the correct way to go um, it, yeah it is a four slot so it yep. is a a four that's the problem card. that's that's the problem it's a four slot and if you want to put it on vader because everyone's mind was like oh my god vader's gonna be so good with this burst of speed all right <laughs> yeah neat all right great yes now you've had to sacrifice something else to bring it though that's the problem so so yeah but what do you so hear me out tim um Okay, I'm listening. Please say something that I've not heard already. I think you can sacrifice reflexes with this card. Okay, next. Ooh. Hang on, hang on. I mean, I can see it. I can. You can sacrifice reflexes because... The problem is... Well, everyone complains that he's too fragile. All right, so what do you you write now? If you're playing Vader, what are you putting on him, Tim? That's all right. Then why are you trying to? So right now, it's either going to... It's going to be... It's going to be saber throw... Force sure. push. Those are like. Oops. Yeah, I, I have to. Although saber throw not on on Op Vader. Op Vader doesn't sure. need uh, it yeah. because of his his second ability. And then that third slot normally is going to be either barrier or reflexes. I like barrier better, but. So I think depending on how you wanted to play your Vader, if you are the reflex type of player, I could see you taking speed in its place because you're going to use, you're going to bubble wrap to keep yourself safe and not need the dodge tokens for the approach, which is where, which is where Vader would go down. Um, For me, the bigger problem with Vader is the fact that, uh, 
I would have loved to have maybe seen an asterisk on this card, but I kind of understand why they couldn't put it there for Vader and Palp specific. Probably Palp more <laughs> than Vader. He still I think it's better on Palp than Vader. Yep. I think it's better on Palp than Vader. Absolutely. I, yeah, I, I agree. Um, Vader having the, the Relentless, though, is going to is gonna be nice because if you can line up a shot, kind of bring back those old X-Wing skills where you don't need to jump and you can just double speed three <laughs> move into a melee God. and then Master yeah, of Evil yeah. next turn. Um, I, I, I don't know. I think it's a, I think it's a pretty solid, solid addition. I think you're going to definitely have to change how you play Vader. Um, and he's going to, he's going to operate and feel a little bit different, but also at his newer point cost, I don't think that's a huge issue. Um, the other problem said for is a long time mobility is issue. Well, and so yeah, that's no. the other problem. Immobilize is that's fair. awful for him. Holy cow. That's so bad for Vader to have. For a round. If you get to a place where you're bubble wrapped, it's fine. So I, I'm going to present the opportunity again. Mm-hmm. Let me advocate for Ooh, the devil. I got, I got an idea. Darth what Vader OP. Okay. Is that you're using this on the 155 point Vader instead? Now you only get two four slots and you get a training slot. Mm-hmm. But that that allows you because you already have a ranged weapon. It's not a great one. It's force throw. Right. Um. But it's two black dice with blast and scatter. You have relentless. You've got spur getting him a little bit closer up there. Um, Jedi Hunter, if you're going after those Jedis, you have Master of the Force 1. So you could use it to pick things up and then have the Force Speed just for that final approach into the Bubble Wrap. Because he's got five red dice, Impact 3, Pierce 3. The training could be something that helps him. It could be a tenacity. I don't know what that would be. Um, but at 155 points, like I said, he's just he's cheaper than Maul. So, and then the next turn happens and everyone leaves. Wait, like everyone leaves like they die or? No, there's walk away so here's here's how you get around that you can you can last first vader just make sure the next turn vader gets a token because the immobilized token disappears at the end of the uh at the end of the activation and you just do a thing with vader you don't attack and you just take a standby and then you trigger relentless off the standby token when someone tries to disengage you you're no longer and you're no longer uh, trapped okay it's, you like you can, you can, it is a then... thing. It is a thing you can work around. But if you're bubble wrapped, how are they going to shoot you? Uh, no, no. This is a med- It's a band aid for our bullet wounds. That's what this is. <laughs> it's it's but sometimes it's all we've got, Tim. It's yeah, gonna, I was going to say like like I, I don't know this. I, I this, this card is going to get is going to get Vader some play. Um, the other yeah, the other thing and I Tim, agree with that. Prepare prepare to start shouting. I could also see you swapping uh, on original vader um certain players definitely not every player this is and that's the cool thing is you can play this card in different ways um i can see you swapping it for a saber throw because that that same distance gap that uh that you're gonna have with throw because we our big complaint with throw is since he doesn't surge and like it's all just gets eaten up by cover anyway um his range attack isn't that great so why not make two speed three moves and then a melee attack um, over th- overthrow because then he's already in the mix and he doesn't need throw anymore. Once again, it's a it's a mediocre card. I'm not saying it's bad. It's mediocre. It's no. medium. It's fine. It's mediocre card for a less than mediocre unit. So you're gonna get slightly a maybe mediocre play. Like that's that's about I, it. I think it's I gonna think help good, Vader I think a little good bit. Players are gonna be able to un- unlock Vader. Um, and I don't think Vader's Me- gonna be. And I don't think any 150 point plus 
force user will ever be like an auto include for everyone's list. <clears throat> We've talked about Vader. Where are some other cool places this card can go? Because this card does a lot for Vader, and I think when we first saw it, that's where everybody's brain went. But there's a uh, there's a lot of other force users uh, out, out in this game. Uh, it makes Maul a terrifying, terrifying threat. Yep, absolutely yeah, terrifying. It absolutely does because you can go speed two, speed two if you last first with him, and then speed three, speed three, and then third a third action is to attack. Oh yeah, God, it's so dumb. Like Maul, I'll, I'll be honest, it's terrifying. So- so we called it a flex force position. Mm-hmm. It's where you have three three yeah. forces. Yeah, yeah. And you may not spend the points for all of them. Like, Dooku has three. I was just going to yep. say, I, can I see that. it on Dooku. Yeah. I can see this on Dooku, Dooku. Dooku. yeah. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Because it makes you run in there, do the thing you need to get it done. Yeah. Again, a last first kind of thing, probably. Yeah. But... Which is easier with Dooku, because yeah. of his, his Which is easier with Dooku and his cunning and whatnot. But yeah. Mm-hmm. And his cards. That's what I'm I mean. saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually really I, like this, maybe not necessarily on Op Luke. I really like this on Commander Luke, who doesn't have Master of the Force. Yeah, I can see and that. You don't tend I to take that many that. refresh actions to get him into the into the game a little quicker. Um, I could really see. But it's even scarier. There. It's even scarier on Op Luke, though. Like it's just yeah, Op Luke I think just it's coming running in at me. Yeah, no, I'm a crap my pants yeah i don't know i'm a, i i have my way and maybe it's just because i've played op luke so much i have my way that i like to play op luke and readjusting the, the math Wrong. in my brain how to fix force speed in there um <laughs> I, and, and i don't want to go back to the pity train a little bit here but when you see luke op and vader op release at the same time near the same point cost and you go to think to yourself what yeah. Even now that he is the Vader's 40, 40 points cheaper than Luke Skywalker OP, that 40 points is well worth it in all the things Luke can do. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just crazy. Oh, yeah. oh Luke, crazy. I mean, Op Luke, I think pretty far and away is probably the best Force user we have on the, in the game right now. Maul, Maul, I shouldn't say far and away. I think Maul gives him a close. I was going to say, it's not far and um, away, but he's definitely number one. Yeah. I um, agree. I agree. I mean, yeah. Dooku, I think, uses this well. It's good on Dooku. I, I do think Palp has, think is a good place for Palp. This to is a good one. Because Palp, a lot of times, he is one of those force users, like Dooku, who has that extra mm-hmm. spot that you, a lot of times players don't bring something because we're kind of keeping cheap. But for three points, right. throw three it points. on that list. It, and then that's a, a speed three Palp bomb. Boom. All right. Yeah. Yes. If, that, <laughs> yeah. if that gets you to now you will die territory, yeah. worth it every well, time. Well, and it, it makes I mean, it even better than it's a one off because. Well, like, that's what I was going to say. Like, it makes it a better one-off too, though, because now, like, you don't even care. You're not going to survive anyway. Right. So I don't care that survive. I don't refresh because <laughs> I'm not going right. to live long enough to refresh. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, honestly, you that could be the how you keep up with royal guards getting to the position to then now you will die. Yeah. Because I mean, with Palpatine only moving one, your royal guards can outpace him real quick. Yeah. Not oh yeah, absolutely. I mean. I love it, but let's be real honest. Who's this going to be best on is probably going to be the Republic because we get it, Luke Eddie. You love them. We get it. Why don't you marry them already? No. Right? Can we? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, I think, I don't know that I, anyone in the Republic really takes this. Like, no, I don't think I don't people are going to take it. Although I do think there's a secret play, and actually I could see Will playing. I wish he was here. I think Will could put this on Obi-Wan because he likes to play offensive Obi-Wan, which I think is actually the scariest Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be terrifying. On a knowledge and defense turn, yeah. Is it, I think that's the one where he gets all the dodge tokens. I think so. I can't remember. And, yeah. Maybe. maybe I, yeah. I could see it being real scary. I was actually <laughs> thinking this was spookier on Anakin once you get two of his three, yeah. uh, you know, command cards out. And he's... I could see that, too. 
Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, I, th- I think it's I think it's probably better on in almost every other faction other than the Republic. Um, but uh, I'd be that person you're like you know, there's three points to spend here. Blam blam. You don't have so, three points the, as a Republic. Well, the problem <laughs> the problem with with force powers though is it's not about the points. It's about it's about yeah, the slots. Exactly. The points. Right. That's that's why I say what I say the way I say it. If Vader had extra slots, sure, but no. No. I and think, that's I the problem too with putting it on Anakin is Anakin doesn't have the extra slots. Right, yeah. Because you need push and you need saber throw, and that's it. You do. All right, well, we got uh, we got three other cards to talk about. So, uh, Ben, you talk about I the cards you really like, and I'll talk about why I make it why it makes me mad. And I'll talk about so, I don't care. <laughs> so I love Force Lift. It's the thing I was closest <laughs> at. Um, force Lift. It is a force power, five points. You have to exhaust it to use. When you deploy, you may place a barricade at range one. One, I love it. It's fortified positions just by yourself. Here we go. Slam. Put that thing down in front of me. Um, then for free action, you can choose a barricade at range one and move it to within range one and height one of its current position. So I know this is the bad play, people. I understand. But it, it cracks me right. up to have Yoda place a barricade in front of him, walk to the barricade, free lift the barricade slightly farther in front of him, and then walk up to it on his next turn, and then do it again. I love the idea of just weaving barricades around myself. Now, I know the offensive play is to pick up a barricade directly in front of you so that you don't have to jump to get over it, um, and you can just do whatever you need to to get you know shoot what's behind it. It's... Um, it's a lot like uh, oh, and I just lost my brain. Scatter. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just like scatter, without having to, without having to have it printed on your card. So we don't have a lot of things that have scatter in it. So right. I mean, it's just Dooku and Op yeah. Vader. The terrifying place so for this I for me though is is Maul like infiltrating and and moving barricades mm-hmm. because the thing as a as a to and as a judge, this is going to create so many awkward game states and rules questions. And one of the big things we're going to have to redefine is what is a barricade? Like, is it just the official FFG barricades or are, are, are other things considered barricades that are, might be similar, but they might be bigger or smaller in size. They might be based. Um, Like people have done all kinds of cool things with their tables. Um, And like, if you can get some things that are, can get defined as barricades like a pile of uh, a pile of crates in a slight crescent formation we've all played with those on our table are those considered barricades <clears throat> and when you infiltrate maul if he's got some access to those he's going to make this this game really really sticky and really really interesting and then also the ability to either a with like things like sabotage be able to block off edges to if you put a barricade mm-hmm. to where you maybe not be able to touch a objective token anymore. Or if a barricade is a key position are you, and you're just walking away with the key position here, like, this is mine now. I'm going to bring it over to my side of the table. <laughs> tweet, 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 tweet. <laughs> I don't, so I I don't get know that that's going to be a barri- problem. I don't know if the barricade definitions a huge issue because that is in the RRG, right? Like, it is in the RRG, it talks, yeah, but it's something that yes, it is. It is. That yes. players and TOs are going to have to hash out for their for their own yeah, events sure. and tournaments. Yeah, sure. The other big thing is why you're not going to have to worry about it is now who's going to take this? No one's taking this. <laughs> Again, it's the same problem. It's a force slot. Sure. I'm not giving yeah, up mean, my force I'm slot. I'm not going to say I am scared of this card 
more as a as an organizer and a judge because you say who's <laughs> going to take this thing. You've seen lists that come up and rules questions know, that I get. I know. I know. Well, and that's <laughs> the problem, worried too, about is this? some some new guy's going to take it and not even know, like, what the heck is like, oh, just send it kind of neat to me. And then, like, just going to be causing all kinds of chaos. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I can actually see this maybe on, like I said, maybe Maul is the only one who might take it. Um, Op Luke, you could try to do some shenanigans with. Um, but uh, I can see some potentially, and I I see like uh, scouting party hostage exchange, like kinds of problems. Problems that if if people figure out more ways to kind of break and mess with this card, it's just going to become yeah. a situation with like, well, here's my thing. I hope you have an answer for it. Um, right. Otherwise, otherwise the game just gets real, real hard for you. And I don't think those yeah. types of cards are are particularly fun. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, this card isn't out yet. I don't. I'm sh- I'm sure we'll get a a rules reference update uh, with this release set because we're getting more Wookiee Troopers. And last update, we were given a Wookiee Trooper subplot or a point that says absolutely yeah. nothing. So I assume it'll get no, filled in with this. I want the subplot. They'll yeah, <laughs> and uh, uh, we'll we'll see. I hope to get some more definitions and some more answers to to those kinds of questions. But Force Lift is. I, I kind of as a as a player, I agree with Tim with a, a shrug and a neat. Yeah, exactly. So from tournament play, it's going to be a pain in the behind for the organizer. Yeah. For the beer and pretzel crowd, we're going to love the shit out yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it'll just be, <laughs> it'll just be super fun. Watch my Yoda do a thing. Woo! <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to address all those issues with a tournament RRG because can you block off access to a sad, which is possible. It's very I mean, possible. You could yeah. do it so that it, it blocks all the things in, and they just don't have access to base to base contact. Because I mean, there is that, and I, I mean, a lot of players, um, not Tim, but a lot of players put their VAPs next to pieces of terrain. And whenever I walk by a Tim table, I feel yes. like there's a <laughs> there's a VAP near terrain, but not next to. And maybe he's just playing the Force Lift meta uh, before us, protecting against <laughs> it. Um, it's not accurate, but okay. <laughs> I, I do often I don't play it very often I'm, it's not one of the objectives I like the most mm-hmm. to play with my droid setup but I do tend to wrap around it like and yeah. we will just make sure that we are coheded all within here no one can touch it but me yeah, but until of course you there. run into me now I have yeah. to readjust bodies but yeah exactly okay. um, but yeah we, we got, yeah, we, got two, we got two more cards though how are you going to use your Wookiee warrior or your Wookiee <laughs> chieftains to be protectors <laughs> my, my chieftains you mean my IRG but, but <laughs> the protector card, yeah. it's for five points at the training slot, and it says while you, it's taps. So while using Guardian, you can tap this to cancel crit results as though they were hit results. So basically, you can cancel crits with Guardian. And then during yep. the end phase, ready this card. That's, that's the cool bit. I absolutely love this. It's IRG yep. and, and Heartbeat. Yeah. I know Ahsoka's on the card. I know, you know Chewbacca's on the card. Yeah. But that's, that's IRG. Yeah. It, it is. In fact, I, I'd be surprised if they didn't lower the cost of the IRG to just go ahead and give this to. Uh, <laughs> it's good. Well, no, hold on. It's also. I don't know good that I put Obi-Wan. it on IRG. Yeah, I yeah. Obi-Wan I don't know if Chewbacca I agree with that. This card. It's good on Obi. It's good on. I mean, can you imagine this with an OBSA list? Like you just, you're never yeah. going to get crits through. Crits don't matter at all. They already don't matter with SA, but even more so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. So Imperial Royal Guards already have two training slots. One's tenacity. Mm-hmm. They have Guardian 2, so that's two crits you get to block. And in general, you don't run a single one of them if you're using them to be you know, wound soak. 
Well, using multiples of them. The other thing with guardian units is you don't, you want to try to put as few upgrades on them as possible uh, because their goal literally is to die. And uh, I think we're going to talk about a better card for, for, yes, exactly. And you don't want to, because, because in my opinion, they need environmental gear to start. Um, well, that's my opinion. Um, maybe. I mean, ascension cables nowadays, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice if you need it, but yeah. depends on your table setup. I mean, I always hate bringing it. They're like, oh, there's no area terrain. Well, yeah. good luck. It's like <laughs> I, do, I do want to talk about this on Obi-Wan and Chewbacca. I think the real power of this card comes from being able to absorb bigger dice pools than just the Guardian 1 and 2. Ben was joking about before the show about putting this training on all kinds of places and then giving your that to... Uh, that don't have Guardian and then taking the Steamed Leader, which I thought was yeah, funny. I, am. Um, I mean, yeah. I think it's bad, but I think it's funny. I want you to do it and prove me wrong, Ben. I mean, it's 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 not a lot of points to do it. That's the thing. It's five points. It maybe it's a thing if you, if you're in a place where you don't quite have the Guardian <laughs> that you want. In the early days of the game, I watched right. Ryan stymie tons of opponents because Han Solo was surrounded by all these core whose entire job was just Guardian. Yeah. And so they would soak up three to four hits. I mean, whatever it happened to have been. Right. And then normally because they were, you know, they, they surged a block or, I mean, on white dice. They would get more than you would expect out of them. And neither Han Solo is dead nor is the core unit dead. Right. And the only way to get through that was crits. In which, of course, Ryan has often lamented what crit one had done in the game. <laughs> yeah. You just ruined it. I have. Yeah. And no more. There's been time. Like the T-47 doesn't roll anything but crits. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I've never seen it just roll no, hits. No, that's true. That's like, very true. Everything is just crits for everything. And so it is nice to be able to block that to Guardian that piece off right. if that's the thing you need. It's an SA, but for Guardian. And I like it. Yeah. Now, granted, you only get to do it once, but if you have Guardian 2, like I said, there's, there's a place yeah. for it. Well, and again, it's the issue. It's almost like the fourth slot. Like, it's training slot, and one of those slots is going to be Tenacity, and the other one is going to be Into the Fray. Um, this card is... I didn't know... What, this is a card I didn't know I needed, and now I, I see did. it in front of me, and I do. <laughs> I, I This is literally what I asked for as an IRG player, but go ahead. Sorry, what does it do? It's, uh, it's a four-point training upgrade that uh, when an enemy unit at range one activates, gain a surge token. Yep. It is absolutely what IRGs want. Yeah. It's absolutely yeah, it what is. we need. We Which is need why it. I wouldn't be surprised to see a price reduction on the IRG because yep. never got one. Yeah, that's and true. And then the ability to take both of those things. Yeah, I agree. I will say if you go back and I know it's been a while since you've seen mm-hmm. an IRG on the table, guys. So let's, it has charge built in. Yeah. And discipline two. When you give them an order, remove up to two suppression. Yeah. yeah that, which is fantastic. That's really good. Guard two. You're, you're normally going to put the electro staff guy to give yourself immune to pierce. Mm-hmm. And now if you can do those pieces getting close, mm-hmm. I like it. At IRGs, I don't even think they do need a points decrease. I don't think they need a huge one, though. I think they're actually a way more playable than people give them credit for. Uh, but we've talked about this forever. Their biggest problem yeah. is they don't have any friends, anybody to, to go yeah. with them. They don't They don't, They don't. don't mesh with the rest of the army, yeah. Well, no, it's also the Electro Staff needs to get cheaper. IRG can stay the same. Sure. Electro Staff should get cheaper. That's it. I'm fine there with that, go. yeah. Boom. Uh, because you, as a balance-seeking person... Even though I'm an Imperial man at the heart, I don't want it to be broken. And so while I would love mm-hmm. to have three copies of IRG in my lists, I, realistically, I don't want that. So if you lower lower the Electro Staff Man, make it more reasonable. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Into the Fray. It's so good. It's a search token factory. Absolutely. If you haven't gotten attacked yet, if you haven't attacked yet, that may be used for your attack later. Right. Or mm-hmm. it's definitely going to be used in your defense later. Well, and that's the thing, too. And you're rolling red dice. That's the thing, Fantastic. too. Is that it's... The only trigger for it, right, is just when an enemy at range one 
activates. So you don't have to get shot. You don't have to do mm-hmm. anything. They just have to activate. It's a, You know what Into the Fray is? Into the Fray is a better fear in Dead Men. Yeah. It's a better four-point training slot than an entire damn command card for a washed-up command. I don't, I, don't, I don't know that it's better than the command card. That's a pretty good card. That's um, for uh, sure. Oh, is it? That's weird. I, that's crazy how many people bring that all the time and how much I see <laughs> well, it. Well, that's because people don't bring Vader. I don't think the card's the problem. I think the guy is attached to it. It's it's really good for four points on a train. So here's my fear, though. It is really good on an ARC Trooper. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good on an ARC Trooper, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You could theoretically, if you want to bring the the clone uh, officer basic personnel, if you want to be able to pull that off, you can. You can be generating a ton of surges in that army. Uh, Wookiees, with all their training slots, are going to love it. Mm-hmm. Wookiee's getting eh. right up in the, in the business. Some free searches. Well, Wookiee's granted, it's got Wookiee's on the front of the card. You yeah, Wookiee's already surge hit. And so the surge defense okay. is probably going to be going to be pretty nice. Um, yeah. The place I'm, yeah. I'm very nice. see it. I want to see someone run a full BX unit with swords and into the fray. Oh, God. Oh, God. Why? I, I guess I can kind of see it. There, there are many mandos now. I can. I can't. Well, we already searched the hit, so it's all for the the defense. Well, that's the same with Wookiees, yeah. Yeah, same with Wookiees, exactly. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see the the places that this this pops up. I don't think the, a ton of rebel units. I think probably the only rebel unit that'll take it'll be Wookiees because we you know we tend to have the worst dice that already sur- natively surge. Um, so surge tokens don't do a whole lot for us. Um, if we ever get a mechanic though. And this is where I think this card could get really fun. That lets us do kind of like we've we started to see with Marksman. Let us spend different tokens in different ways. That could be really fun to see if uh, if there's other options yeah. for surge tokens. The big problem with Empire is that we can't get reliable access to surge tokens on the units that need them in the way that we need it. And sure, this fixes that. This fixes yeah. that a lot. <laughs> no, absolutely. So, I mean, again, it's 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 range one, so obviously you want yep. all the melee unit, but still, that's okay. Range one comes in faster than you think it does. So who else is taking it? It's not just IRGs. Who else do you think is taking this inside the Empire? I actually, I could, well, no, because it is Shores. The opportunity cost is too high, but I could otherwise see it on Iden if she's up close uh, for okay. her defense. Yeah. I could, yeah, again, depending on how you kit out your Iden, I could see it. Uh, maybe. Put it on your loadout for Aiden if you bring loadouts. Sure. The the amount of people that bring either Aiden or even Cassian and don't bring loadouts baffles me. Oh, I'm one of them. Like, oh, these, I, these, I don't know if the I, upgrades I take. <laughs> I've never brought loadout in my life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Not once. Why would I bother? I know what I'm bringing. That's it. I, I on the Empire, I could see Callus taking it. He already yep, surges crit. I could see the, surge, the surge block when he when he gets up in the business. Yep. Um, yeah. Could mm-hmm. could could use could use it. I, you know, is it, I, it doesn't help Maybe. the dobacks. I was about to say, Maybe. I don't think it helps the dobacks. Nope. but it doesn't because because they die before they get to range. And one. you need that endurance. <laughs> you need the endurance to get there. You need the endurance. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because the easiest way to kill a dobak is just to make it cry. Like even mm-hmm. if if you can't get through the red dice, which normally they can because they don't search on defense, but if you can't, then you just make it panic. If with it, if it doesn't have endurance, I should say right. So, and even with endurance, you can still do it, but it's harder. So, if Inferno Squad wasn't a hundred points too much, <laughs> okay. Inferno Squad is actually. Yeah, I, th- I think the Imperial Special Forces are, are quite good. Man, um, uh, man, so I, many uh, wrong takes by Ryan about units he doesn't play. I, the, the problem with ISF Inferno Squad is they started one hundred and ten points, and that's naked, and they're not that great. <laughs> yep. 
No, I, I agree. I agree with Inferno problem. Squad. Um, I think the the ISFs. I mean, Scott's going to put into the fray on them because he deploys them right next to you. Why? Um, they already have reliable I, one. But that gives you extra ones. Like you, oh you generate more. Yeah, you know. because in general they tend to be at range one of me real quick. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean that's that's yeah, not with a infiltrate especially. Yeah. With, yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be nice if your items and y'all get real close real quick. But. Yeah, put it on your melee bosk. There you go. Yes. <laughs> put it on the it was melee in bosk. your lap. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, all all cool cards near all around. Um, of the the upgrade cards that are of going to be coming in this wave, but are kind of available to everybody. Uh, no real auto includes. Um, there's no like I nah. gotta go buy a bunch of places to get SA. Um, I'm probably still gonna buy a Yoda box to get a uh, burst of speed. Again, other than into the fray for IRG. Other than that, yeah, I yeah. would say no no auto includes. Uh, but but cool stuff all around. Um, all stuff that that's good for the game. Three cool command cards. Ben, your waffling friend on on what to do and what to take. And uh, so let's let's before we go here, let's talk about your list for for LSO. And dear God, how we can fix it. So as we sit right now, is this this podcast? We're three days away from going to Lone Star Open. I know Alpaz is listening to this right now. Say, as he drives if you'd down. like to announce your plans to the world, you go right ahead. <laughs> so I have some concerns about my list, and some of it <laughs> so is in the list I. itself. And I know, and I know the deflector shields are not the right call. Guys. No, they I, are I, not I, the right call at all. <laughs> put your tweets down, guys. I got gotcha. you. Um, it's not how Twitter works, old man. But I do enjoy 11 activation. 792, yep. I like a little bit more of a bit if I can. I'd like to get that to 789, 788. Uh, what I, my biggest fear right now is not the list itself. It is my battle deck. Yes. I, I'm going to tell you what everyone right now, the, the chat loves. If you're, if you're in the Discord, they're loving Orchimedes' list, which mm-hmm. is Maul, it's, Saber it's Throw, good. Force Push, Tenacity, Defensive, yeah. Offensive Stance. It's good. Three <laughs> Battle Droid B1s, E5Cs. Dark One Sith Probe Droids, a single BX Strike Team with the, just the Sniper, a T-Series with Aggressive Tactics, and three B2s with Haas and the T-Series. Now, my list isn't so far off from that, but I definitely will tell you my list is not optimized whatsoever. I can go get a third Battle Droid B2. <laughs> I don't know that I want to. Like, what I have is what I have. So I can go mm-hmm. get one now between and get it built between now and then so, and pay so, yeah, it because it will just you... be in the Silver Spray. You want to yeah. take a list that, that, you know, you're back to work this week that you can just take down and play. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have to build a whole bunch of stuff. And I get that. Um, so right. so let's put the – let's put to keep our conversation somewhat scoped in, we're playing with two sets of B2s. Right. Because that, that Everything else eliminates a whole up, bunch of changes that we that we could make. Right. So obviously the, 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 the big thing, the stupid deflector shields, man <laughs> – yeah, on the, yeah on get, the rid teams. So, get rid let of me, those. Let me spin my you, justification for it, and then yeah, I'll remove it that. from the list. Please y'all try. So the idea is, is that when I get shot, I get to spend two shields. I do. Mm-hmm. That gives me four hit points for that unit, so it's not quite as bad. I'm not. I'm not. I don't feel as bad. You know, when I get shot at, and I can refresh and regain those, so I could lose the back guy. Say I take, mm-hmm. I get hit three hits in. You know, I, I take three hits. I don't block them because red dice are stupid some days. And I still have my main guy. I can refresh and get the deflector shields back, giving me three more hit points. And since I also have offensive push on it, I can reflect refresh the offensive push. Now, the problem comes in, I have to give them an order token if I want mm-hmm. to shoot and refresh. 
Right. If not, I have to not shoot for a turn and then refresh and then do it on the next one. So now yes. you're paying, what, how many points are these? It's 18 points for the def- deflector shields. Oh. So you're and paying points 18 points to have to give them an order <laughs> which to, to take an to action refresh. that's not shooting. But it's, now we'll say but that, that gives me f- two more hit points. Like I start with four. Already right. started, and then I have the option of getting another two again. If the order tokens are the right spot, if they're parked next to my, you know, uh, where I'm giving my command cards around, then it, that works decently well. Now, if they're a little too far away from my commander, that gets a little bit harder to pull off. It does. As someone who's been playing Cassian and two sets of snipers for a long time now, I have found that the the sniper wars have kind of gone away because of impervious on Yarl's units and because of high velocity on on mine and the the auto pierce i've found people are doing less and less sniper wars and more and more of finding those other objective hunty targets and we're just kind of our snipers tend to do more ignoring of each other's snipers for other units and so you're padding extra hit points to win the sniper war and your bx is just not going to get shot does that make sense have you guys noticed similar trends where, where snipers are are shooting more before i worry about your arc strike team i gotta kill stupid fives he's yeah or the clone commander he's just a more valuable target than getting your other sniper off the board well, um, depending, I mean, it depends what shots are available to you, but yeah. Sure, yeah. I, um, I will say, I went after Tim's sniper group because I, did, I didn't want it to generate tokens. And it was also my fault, too. Like, it was in a bad right. spot. Yeah, sure. But the, the, the way snipers have played, because, you know, a year and a half ago, it was, yeah, all of our snipers just shoot at each other till only one guy has snipers left. And then he <laughs> reigns, you know, death for the last two mm-hmm. turns supreme. of the game once the, the war was, you know, the snipe war was over. But mm-hmm. I don't feel like the game plays that way anymore. You're paying a lot of points for something that's not going to get shot. And if, I, if I'm across the table from you and I've got, you know, because I, I do like to shoot BXs with my Cassian because I can just dial up to a bunch of crits. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, right. I won't probably waste my shots with my regular snipers, but, but Cassian maybe. If I see shields on them, I'm just going to turn Cassian and Marksman up to two crits onto a B2 squad and kill a B2 instead. And I think by there, there is value there. Sorry, I get rid of the deflector shields. So yeah, the shields are gone. That's a that's a piss ton of points. That's 36 points back. Obviously, you're, you can't add more core because we've already got six core mm-hmm. and we've already got three special forces. And me and you talked before the show, we don't want to muddy up the bag by like trying to cut upgrades to get a, a single stap in here. I, That's just going to I don't think a single stap helps. I don't, I I don't really either. Don't. I think, I think you're, if you play either zero or three stabs. I will say getting rid of those deflector shields does automatically allow me to go to <laughs> E5s mm-hmm. on the two naked droids because they're only 18 points. Yeah. The same cost. They're the so exact I mean, same cost. For, for almost no point exchange, I now have two B2s with all the Haas, two B1s with E5Cs, which is a three black dice guy, and yep. then um, two B1s with rockets. Yeah, so you, you could I do mean, that. I'm still at 792. If you wanted to bid really deep and you didn't want the E5Cs, you could also just fill the bid super deep and fill all four B1s personnel slots with just six-point battle droids. Just to get some more wounds, yes. some more white dice on the table. Yep. Uh, five points, sir. They got reducing costs. Oh, that's right. They did. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> yes. I could take away the E5Cs. Although I do think the E5Cs just give you better dice. Yeah. You're more likely to at least get a hit for suppression value. I've thrown tons of white dice at Tim. And not just Tim. Like just tons of white dice <laughs> and got nothing. So there's not even yeah. a suppression. It's like, oh, look. 
Nothing happened. Please ignore the B1s. It's perfectly fine. We were just right. going to walk this way. Thank you. <laughs> but, but what if there was another option? Okay. Ben, I know you. We're, we're, we're alike in this manner that we like to be contrarians and we like to play weird stuff to put our names on it. For the exact same, for I, I think it's actually one point less overall, you drop Maul's offensive push for offensive slash defensive stance and you just leave it on defensive stance the whole game. What if okay. you picked up for all four of your B1 squads, Viper Recon Droids? Uh, I, that's a thing I could do. <laughs> that gives you between the, <laughs> between, an the dark, yeah. between the Dark Droids, Observe 3, and all of these guys, that's... That's four uses of Observe 2. Yeah. That's, uh, what, 11 Observe tokens, every, theoretically, every round at range 3? It is. Now, I can say that I can drop the E5Cs, just put them on two of those boys, and then go put the other two on there. Let me see what I can do here. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is a thing that is possible. That puts me at 789. Yeah, I'm I'm sitting that I'm sitting here at at seven eighty nine because there there are eight points apiece, and so this is because you can even put the uh, the viper droids with, with the way I've got it set up even on the rocket boy squads. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what I've done, which is interesting. <laughs> you lose a little bit of power because they they can only use their sidearm. Their sidearms only range one to two. But we didn't have dice there in your original version of this build anyway, so we're, our offense isn't actually going down. It is going down, down. from the E five C variant, but it's not going down from where you were. Um, right, right, right. It's giving you a bunch of observation tokens that I think are actually really great for you know because they're there's you can start stacking them and throwing them everywhere. It doesn't matter who has them to where it's still like well I rolled I rolled what I needed so I don't need to spend any more of my aim tokens. I can now spend you know observe tokens for then leave them for the next guy. If you're going into an armor meta, I do not hate observe tokens to th- just vomit them yeah, onto a piece of Krishman. armor. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. So, I, I mean, I like it in that once I'm set up in my location, it does sit there and I'm safe to just shoot like, or if I have to AI and then yep. use that. And then and the, next, a, the, the next target the next that I'm purposely guy. trying to go after. Yep. Right. I mean, I don't hate it. I really don't. So, let's, let's keep that in mind because I think you did say something really, really clean there. The way that your battle deck and once you get where you want to go this is where this really comes online so let's let's talk about your battle deck um where are you currently sitting so right now the way i have things set up key positions breakthrough payload hostage exchange now i realize breakthrough is not right and that's just a, a right. hangover from when i was mm-hmm. playing around with um with staps yeah breakthrough so that's just one right. of those i never changed the list over i still kind of like breakthrough just because there are 11 activations and you'd be surprised how often B1 survived to get within that place. I know I'm wrong, but let me be wrong anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know that your Dark Droids do, and I don't know that your T-Series makes it, and I don't know that Maul makes it. Because Maul's going to mess a whole bunch of other things up along the way. His job isn't to score the, the breakthrough point. Well, unless I infiltrate in and just tear up their back lines as I approach. It's, yeah, breakthrough's probably a bad idea. It needs to go away. I take it away. It is. Gone. I actually think my list and... This list share a lot of battle deck in common. I think we want a lot of the same things. I would find a way to find intercept tra- room for intercept mm-hmm. because intercept transmissions will force your opponent to walk towards Maul and to walk towards your B twos. Mm-hmm. It mo- it moves the fight to the middle of the table. I like that plan. You're all tr- you're, you're all trooper unit leaders. Oh no, absolutely. No, I, I mean I like that. So I mean I've gotten rid of uh, breakthrough. I've gone to intercept the transmissions here. 
So yep. I have hostage exchange right now because I am very good at hostage exchange with this with the B2s, with Maul. Yep. Like I have a lot of things that make hostage exchange work for me. Yep. Except it also works really well for most clone lists. If you've got a Rex in there doing anything, I feel like I've hurt my chances. I feel like hostage needs to come out. You can play it or you cannot. I think for me that's that's a very that's a very flex pick on you as a player. I I keep it in my deck just because I know I need to practice it, although I probably should pull it. Um, I just don't think you want to I, – I, you know my my style of play mm-hmm. is not to help my opponent do anything. Let them make all right. their own terrible decisions. Do you have Recover It's not just because Tim's deck? gotten it with me twice. It is. Um, recover uh, the Supplies? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, he doesn't. No. You should no. because Maul is so – A, B1s are good at this because they can just walk up and who gives a shit as there's yep. a million wounds you have to deal. But Maul has Infiltrate – and once you got that wound on him, Maul can go from concealment, he can move, he can claim, and he can move back. He's the best recover the supplies piece in the game, bar none. So let me tell you why I have problems. I'm, I'm with you on Maul. No, I'm with you. No, Mando's better. Ma- Mando's are my problem with yeah. that. Mando's are much better most Mando's of the Mando's are better and B1s only have it if I'm within the cohesion chain. The moment I'm not in the cohesion chain... Recover the supplies becomes the hardest objective I can do. I've, I've played it. I've played it. I played it with B ones a lot. I mean, it, it tends to pop up a lot around a local meta. Keith loves the thing, but right. when I don't have a command token, B ones can't do recover the supplies because one of my actions must be to shoot. Okay, and so if I have to spread forces, which you tend to do mm-hmm. to recover supplies, especially when you're going after that third one. How many boxes do you need to win a game of Recover the Supplies? Three. I can't right. win on kill points because I will likely – Sure. Because I have more activations. I have cheaper activations. One of them is going to die someplace. And if Maul so, dies, then I've lost 184 points. So Maul's got a box. I've played Recover the Supplies against Maul before. Maul can sometimes <laughs> – he's very good at having more than one box. But let's just say Maul has one mm-hmm. of your boxes. Do you think you can get one box with your B2s? With A, B2. Should be, yes. Should yeah. be able to at least grab two, yes. Man, do the full, go full bend when you have to play Recover the Supplies and shoot early with your DRK droids and grab a box. In, infiltrate with Maul. And wobble, wobble out. <laughs> yeah. I think you've got some great I mean, box carriers. You're not wrong about those two. My, my thing is B1s just aren't the box carriers. Yeah, but, they're just but they're, not. Your, they're, they're your B1s are your box they holders. They're so going to take your... T- they're going to take your two safe boxes and go and hide. They die so fast, though. They do. I mean, I've played this in, in on Tabletop Simulator and Yavin. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Yavin. Um, Invader League. I mean, I've played Recover the Supplies with B1s. And there's always something that if I don't have the courage bubble. Because yep. I, I have been in a game where I had to drop it because I panicked. Because if, well, if, you know, once courage, the commander dies, we don't have the next bubble one shouldn't be too terribly hard now that you have a TCS. shouldn't be. It's better now, yes. Because he just sits in the back and hides behind a line of sight blocker. So right now, I'm at key positions, payload, hostage exchange, intercept the transmissions. I got to get rid of hostage. And I think if I replace it, I replace it with sabotage. You absolutely replace it for sabotage because, once again, Maul is so good at sabotage. Uh, yep. Running in. He's good at sabotage in the back line. Yep. He can in- infiltrate in. If he has the, at least the threat of infiltrate, he can... You know, move, move, bonk of VAP. He can move, attack, bonk, force pulling people or force pushing people off of VAPs. The way that I would, when I kind of, you asked me to tweak your list a little bit, the battle deck, the objectives that I came up with was intercept transmissions, sabotage, payload, recover the supplies. 
The very reason you don't like Recover is the reason I don't like KP. I think it's much easier for B1s to grab a box and hide behind something than to stand on a KP. Ah, uh, see, with, with having added the Viper droids, I think it's easier for them to stand on the KP. Maybe. They Maybe shoot so. and observe. Shoot and observe. And But the, yeah. once again, this is the objective deck I would play. Me and you have different play styles. We do. Now, when I'm playing Rebels, I love Recover the Supplies. Mm-hmm. Like I like it as an Imperial Force, if I'm being real honest. Oh, that's a bold choice, uh, I have that's a bold Recover choice, Supplies Cotton. as an Imperial player. Now, it's been a year and a half, but I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, if you take any of my advice at all, I would I would have you think long about taking recover the supplies. I don't think you would regret it, especially because I'll think, of I think about it. Because of the other the other list like if you're armor super bad at recover the supplies and we think there's going to be a lot of armor units. Rexstar isn't bad at it, but it's they definitely don't, especially against Maul, they don't want to see it um, because they have to get out on the map and, and grab things. Um, so here's where I think you're wrong about that because I think sure. that becomes a take that clankers. And so they just light up the middle point. The moment they you can. go for it, they're like, yeah, nope, they can. we'll just shoot everything they, within range. They, yeah. they can, but I don't think you have to grab the middle box right away. Well, there's no one, sh- there's no shooting in the meantime, we'll, though. We'll, we'll, like, we'll get that. Well, because recover the, the supplies whole, the whole. a lot of times also comes down to your deployment and conditions. Like, I don't just, it's not like a hostage where I don't care what the other two cards right. are. I'm taking recover the supplies. I think when you choose to, to veto or to let recover sit, it's because there's a combination of other cards. So yeah, what uh, what deployments are we looking at with your list? Major offensive, standby, Gun. good, good and true. Yep, absolutely. Uh, danger close, because Maul yep. and danger close Maul, is very Maul terrifying. Maul and B2s, <laughs> yep. And B2s are like, hello. And that, that's what Tim and I set up. Like, we knew death was going to happen on that corner. Yep. The question mm-hmm. was, who got death first? Yeah. And I dealt out more death than he dealt out. Um, and then hemmed in. As your blue player, I think almost almost every list should take hemmed in. Yeah, I I've still like it's it's narratively it's wrong in my head, which causes cognitive yes. dissonance. But it absolutely <laughs> works really well when you're blue player and you're choosing the things. And my last one is Long March. I know I have said in the past three episodes that I have vetoed Long March because I didn't like what it did to B2s. Mm-hmm. But there are places, especially if we're doing, say, Intercept, I'm perfectly fine for Long March. If we're sabotaging moisture evaporators, I'm perfectly fine for Long March because it makes my opponent come out towards that middle, especially key sure. positions. I'm fine with Long March. And most tables aren't built well for, for key positions and Long March at the same time. So you end up with weird stuff. And that's the kind of games I like to play anyway. It's it's almost like I pulled key positions out of my battle deck and also pulled Long March <laughs> out of my out of my deployment deck. Yeah. Uh we're we're you're we're I think we're exactly right with, with three of the four. Uh I swapped Long March for advanced positions. Um, advanced positions, because I have so many activations and I have so many models in those activations, there are times there's just some laggard group who's just hanging out in the back like, I'm catching up, guys. Now, granted, it hopefully will be my commander, my, my, my T1 tactical droid, but mm-hmm. I also need to do bubble coverage, so I kind of need to not be in the far back. It's the only reason why advanced positions isn't here, because I like um, Long March, and if I'd had vehicles, Rollout would have absolutely been on here. Well, the other thing to consider rollout. with with AP and... I think it's just something I have a little bit more experience with as a Rebel player. AP with Infiltrate is silly because you still get that Scout 1 move. And then when you detach the probe droids, they also get to Scout 1 move. So you can do some really funny things uh, with, with AP. I can absolutely see that. Yeah. Um, be, be something to consider over Long March. because And also it gets your B2s into the fray faster if that's what you're mm-hmm. worried about over, over Long March. So that, that would be the, the one difference I, w- I would make. It does make for a much, 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 much more aggressive game though. Yeah. Which may be what you want, maybe what you want, but I think this list kind of wants it. My conditions are Minefield, mm-hmm. 
limited viz, hostile environment, war weary. Okay. Interesting. No no supply now, drop. No supply drop. And we've had this conversation on this podcast a lot. I just don't mm. like it. I don't like helping my opponent. I always feel like I get the worst card draws out of it. It's it's the like and so for your faction it is the best. Like CIS can take the most advantage of it than than the other uh, three factions. Uh, you keep saying that over and over again I as do. if that will make it true. I don't. Uh, I just don't think that's true at all. True. I mean, I just don't. It's not. Yeah, the heal cards will mostly not help me. Like the actual back to things won't help me. Marksman almost never helps me because I don't have an aim token. I, I'm just trying to go through the list of what's in sure. supply drop, and I'm gonna have to see if I can't go pull those cards. Just because I don't think I, most of those cards, I don't believe, help me at all. Oh, I I, I would disagree. But anyway, um, <clears throat> I I as a CIS, I like supply drop. I hate. I will veto it to get my it away from my opponent. Um, but then I took hostile environment, limited viz, and fortified positions over war weary um, because B twos behind barricades with you know and and giving giving a bunch of heavy cover to a table. That you have two, two to three units that can just ignore it because Maul doesn't really particularly care either, um, is just utterly terrifying. So, so I'll be honest, I have been waffling between War Weary and Fortified Positions. Yeah, I have been, and and the only reason I went with War Weary is because it often can mess up people in ways they're not expecting. Yep. Because when that courage bubble is so low. Yep. Now, granted, but and I know a lot of them often have two, so they have to get to four yeah. to do it. It can hamstring you in places you just weren't expecting. Yeah, but I think fortified is just, it's more straightforward. You're just going to get way more benefits out of it than your opponent. Because like we've talked about before, courage to core are kind of everywhere. And courage, like, I was really terrified of War Weary when I got spoiled and released. And then I played a handful of games with it. And I was like, oh, this isn't really that bad. Well, I, I also think that's because a whole bunch of core and units came up to Courage 2 at the same time. But, but If we but were still back mine. in the old days of Courage 1 core, that that thing is terrifying. I mean, no, but I, I'm Reducing saying that as a Rebel player who doesn't have Courage 2 core. Well, you only play three core, so it doesn't matter. You're right. <laughs> all, all your other guys are, yeah, you don't play enough core to make that worthwhile. I actually think it would be worthwhile for you because that could impact other people in their core. Like, that really can mess up some B1s if I lose my commander. Like, because B2s tend to be in, in places that aren't directly in the center. Like, they tend to be rarely the center of my line. I, I just think range putting a lot small. of heavy cover... Yeah, a lot of heavy cover out that you get to ignore with your two sharpshooting snipers, yeah. your sharpshooter T1 or T series if he is shooting um, for whatever reason, and then your obviously your blast B2s. Yeah, of course I'm not fighting super hard on this because I am with you. I actually like fortified positions. Yeah, yeah. I a think lot. Fortified... And it has been in and out of my deck a couple times. And Go that's actually me. exactly why I took it out of my clone deck is because fortified is so good for other players. And the clones yeah. have their red saves already, so normally I'm like, ah, I'll be alright. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, the things that you and I both don't have are the pierces. You know, the other factions have you know, to make up for that. But. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah, those are the, those are the changes that that I would make. I think the better version of your list is probably the E5Cs. I just kind of like if you wanted to do something because funky and weird. Uh, take a bunch of surprise you know su- I mean. surprise people with a bunch of Viper Recon droids and just, <laughs> you know, vomit uh, vomit ob- observation tokens everywhere. Just observe everything. Yeah. Listen, I didn't pay Wilhelm to paint all those things not <laughs> to use them. <laughs> all right. See, I paint my stuff. I just pay Will to put it together because I'm not patient enough for that. And I start getting high off the super glue. Absolutely. You say that like it's a bad thing. It is. It gives me I will headache. say before I walk away from this list, mm-hmm. the thing that... Uh, Orchimedes is doing is going not from 11 activations but as 10 and so I could easily condense that droid commando strike teams into a full team 
Yes. No. So about, the, about the same point. No, don't yeah, do but that, he's though. he's got a lot more. He's got an extra set of B twos, so he's got a lot more. He does have an extra set of B twos. Up front ability to soak damage, and I think you're getting yeah. that same ability to soak damage through having an extra activation <laughs> and having viper recons. <laughs> it is weird that for three points more, you get that ability. You also don't get to shoot as far, but if you are at range two, you get an extra dice for having done it. It's yeah. an interesting point upgrade for being a regular personnel slot. Yeah, I I think they're I think they're neat. I like them. He's also good at this game, so there's that key difference. Yeah, it is a key difference. <laughs> All right, well, these are some things to think about. I do like yep. the battle plan changes that I have made, not necessarily you have made, but <laughs> again, you and I play these game differently, and that's the joy of the thing is that we can easily see them. We, we have different reasons for doing the things that we're doing. Minefield's a great place for, you know, Maul to accidentally wound himself. Whee! Yeah. Yeah. I would, but I that would being said, Tim and I have played yeah, many games with yeah. each other where Minefield doesn't activate on the first yeah. I have <laughs> exactly. managed to not explode, and then suddenly it hits three units. When it activates like, at the well, worst possible time. Right. Been there, done that. Well, I think that's a, that's a show. We've we've told everyone how to counter ben, Ben's list for uh, for Lone yes, Star Oak. Yes, exactly. So good luck, everyone. So enjoy. Y'all Bring have three ions. days to prepare. So that's right. Yep. <laughs> well, this is uh, this is where I, I decide not to. I bring two AA tanks. Uh, yep. Or Ben plays. I play Imperial. I was just going to say he plays done. Imperials. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! I show up and I pull. What was it? The Polish Nationals list that had the yes. That one. Do it. Do it. And when when we start talking about the Polish Nationals Convention again, uh, it's time to end our show. Thanks for uh, spending your time with us. Listen to us to to ramble on and on and on about uh, why Ben should play Recover the Supplies. And until next time, I'm Ryan Slawoski reminding Ben to play Recover the Supplies. I'm Tim Hannon reminding you that nothing you do matters. All of your tactics that we've just discussed for this whole time don't matter. Just throw dice. All Legion is is a craps table with some more steps. Nothing matters. Throw whatever dice you want and God will declare the rest. And I'm Ben Fowler reminding you, always look on the bright side of life. No, there's no bright side of dice. All right. Side of dice. Goodbye, everyone. Good night, everybody. Oh, I'm definitely going into that musical montage from uh, yeah, Monty Python there. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. It did feel like you were crucifying my whistle, me. My whistle was not wet, so... <laughs>